Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring this uh, Hold on <laughs> No, I'm leaving that in. We're in now. I haven't even drank any of the beer yet. It doesn't matter. We're in. That's the perfect way to introduce this film. Reburp. All right. Well, here we go. Welcome to Murdering Flit. Might as well just put the microphone in my butt. I think this will be a. I think this will be an interesting conversation. All right, take us in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Measuring Flicks. I am Carl Hartley. And I'm Max Peterson. And today we are talking about 1971's The Pink Angels, <laughs> directed by, I don't even have Lawrence to. Brown. And who's in it? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, that's it. That's the only director. Uh, there we felt have, like there was a lot of cooks I, in this kitchen. No shit. I got three names. The only right. ones I cared about. We got John Alderman as Michael. He's the only one with a... Even halfway decent performance. He's the only one with an actual picture on the top build <laughs> cast on IMDb, too. Um, <laughs> this has got to be one of the worst get, movies. It ever is. But Dan Haggerty, though, is one of the biker bikers. Pre-Grizzly Adams, Pre-Grizz. Dan Haggerty. He yep. is fucking handsome. Yeah, he he's is. He's still got a bomb-ass beard, and too. He's, but he's super handsome. When he's riding that... Very. Oh. And he's got the best bike, too. Yes, he's got he that kind of like... It's kind of chopped. It's like a... Chip. But it's not like a weird... It's not yeah. weird like ape hanger chopper. It's like... Anyway, continue. And then we have Jack... <laughs> Jack. We got Jack. We got Jackson Bostwick as the hitchhiker in the beginning. The only reason that I wrote him down is he is <laughs> one of his only other IMDb credits is he was a head guard in the movie Tron. Perfect. Good for him. I you can't know? believe he got any work. Yeah, that well, must have been before this because he says you're Babbitts and then runs. Like, yeah. What are we gonna do about that? Do I we say Babbitts? I think Babbitts. Actually, Bird, will you come over here for a second? We have to converse with you. We on need this a, We, need we a have thing. a word. We have neighbors. We have neighbors. Neighbors is crucial. Because this is one word so I will not say in on this, microphone. I, I said it in a movie. I wrote it into a movie. Right. Well, and it, a I wrote it in because it was the worst word it's I could a, think of. It's also a lyric in a dire straits song. But like, What do we say about, what do we say instead of the, the worst F word? Because that is in this movie a bunch. I kind of like Babbitts, actually. Babbitts? Yeah. Babbitts. It's not as clear what. I know. But. The. Fraggle? Fraggles? Fraggles? We could do fraggles. Frigates? Frigates? Frigates isn't bad because it's giant ships. We could do frigates. It's just really weird for me because I'm like... (laughs) This is a... Yeah, it's... Because I'm part fraggle, so it's like... (laughs) So I don't know. What do you want to do here? We can say... We'll go... I say fraggles or frigates. Let's get it. Like a frigate? Let's decide. God, they both just still sound horrible it's close well that was the whole point of that was the whole point of neighbors was so you could get the inflection if you had to say it so because we have to say it you have to say it because it's in the dialogue a bunch so why don't we go honestly would it bum you out if we used fraggles because would it taint fraggle rock forever because when i think because when i think of fraggles it's like they're fun and puppety and Jim Henson. And good. They're and positive. Happy, yes. Positive things. Okay, so let's let's go with Fraggles. Fraggle. Okay, so I'm sure you guys all know what the word is. This it's the worst F word. The worst F word. This movie is all about gay I mean, bikers. If you're still not sure, it's a bundle of sticks. It's a bundle of sticks. It is. Uh, so we're going to use the word Fraggles instead to talk about this movie. Now, okay. 
Let's start with a couple things. First of all, Carl and I are drinking 2019. Oh, I just put my mouth on it. We're drinking oh. 2019 KBSs or 2018 KBSs that I got from my good friend Dave Capert. Shout out to Dave Capert. This beer is phenomenal. Second thing. I want to fuck it. <laughs> it's, dude, it's, isn't it fucking awesome? Yes. Like, anytime, I always look at it in the store and I'm like, ha, huh. people just, oh, it's, I don't believe the hype. And then you, you drink a little bit of it and you're like, mm. oh my God. It's not as good as Backwoods Bastard, but it's pretty fucking great. Um, you drink this and then you go back to Guinness, you're like, huh. Dude, actually, Guinness is the one beer that I will constantly keep on rotation. I'll I drink, it. I would drink a Guinness. Do you know that I can drink a pint of Guinness in two seconds? Two seconds? Uh, yep. Uh, did you know that one time on St. Patty's Day when me and all of my like thinks thinks we're hard friends, we're all drinking um, Irish car bombs. We talked Bird into doing an Irish car bomb with all of us, and she beat us by I think it was like three seconds. And we were like, dr- that was and back. Like, humping it. That was back when I was drinking. Yeah. Like I would drink with my coworkers every night. We were doing fucking. We were just going nuts. And Bird was not a big drinker, so we're like, it's it's come on, it's St. Patty's Day. Let's drink drink an Irish car bomb. And she's like, I don't really want to. We're like, don't be a girl. Come, on. I mean, you're a girl, but like, what? Just just drink one. And she's like, fine. And then they were we were like, cheers. We drop them all in there. And by the time they like. We got like up to our lips. Bird like, <laughs> like boom, pink. glass down. Next. It was unbelievable. And speaking of, Dave Capert was one of the dudes drinking them. And we all <sighs> at the end of it, we all just applauded her. We're like, what in the fuck? Where did that come from? Bravo. Uh, clap, clap, clap. Yeah, that was pretty delicious. that was pretty nuts. So, uh the Pink Angels. The Pink Angels, nineteen seventy one. Here's my We've gone over this already. Here's my second I'm not stalling. Here's my second revelation. Hmm. I definitely watched this movie high. <laughs> oh, I wish I had. I watch this because sometimes, especially when I'm in production, that ends tonight after this thing. Right. Is the only time I get to watch like one of the two movies is in between, the morning whatever. between. Oh, so, yeah. You watched like, this this morning. 6.30 this morning. Yeah. What a so bummer. So I'm like kind of tired. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like... It's like watching Drive Angry mm-hmm. in, at 6.30 in the morning. Had I watched this, had we, had we shared a joint, and we're sipping on on High Life, the champagne of beers, watching right. this. It's a different, different experience. experience. I think my notes will reveal some of. W- oh, can went I get to say that I the how we feel about this movie is the first off. Yes. Though? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I like this movie. So do I. Like quite a bit. So actually. do I. Okay. <laughs> now well, that I said, think it's, but there is some tough stuff going on here because it's 1971. Yes. It's an exploitation movie more yep. than it is anything else because there is no story, really. At all. A, no, there's zero. There's no <laughs> there's story. There's not a plot. There, there are six. Have you ever, have you read any of the synopsis for no, this? No. Here, I'll give, you a, I'll give you like oh. the longest synopsis that exists for this movie. Ready? Here we go. A series of gay drag queen bikers drive across the country to Los Angeles for a gay drag ball. That is the plot. That's the plot. Yeah. That's all that six, happens. Six transvestite bikers yep. on a road trip they're they're heading south they're going no yep. it's, yeah down the shore they're going down the coast down the coast that's what i said where, where you, come, are you coming from, from up the coast up the coast <laughs> okay i now this movie has some measuring flicks backstory i actually watched this you during told season me about one, this yeah and i told carl you were so shocked by the by end the of ending because yeah. i was i watched about half of it like, like uh, oh, say a, a year fun, ago or like, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then like Bird went off to work or whatever and I was just hanging out alone and I was like oh, the, okay. and when you watch the beginning of this movie you're like this is so weird I bet this would be fun if I was stoned so I smoked just a little bit of weed too I wasn't even getting oh nuts my God. so I smoked a little bit of weed and then the That's end confusing. 
Dude, I I think the the did you remember what I had told yep. you? I told you the ending. Yep. Because the first thing I did when I saw you the next day, I was like, Carl. I, watched <laughs> I think this, I broke my brain. I watched this fucking movie last night, The Pink Angels, and it's like here's the tone, and then the ending is, and then I told you what the ending was, and you were like, What, what the fuck? For real? I'm like, one of it's unbelievable. Because what I, wanted, I thought had happened because you split ending. it. Because mm-hmm. you started the movie, you stopped. I thought maybe in your explanation, your little high, I'm like, he probably slipped a different disc in, didn't realize right. it, and watched half of another movie. Yeah. and Because di- like it, it seems so fucking when, when you, strange. When you hit the ending of this movie, it first of all, it feels like there should be about 15 minutes left in the movie. Yes. And there's about 15 seconds left in the movie. Yeah. And you're like... I feel like they ran out of budget, like, we gotta wrap this up quick. I honestly, I think I agree with you. Yeah. Like... It just, it's so out of left field and it's a light spoilers. It's so fucking brutal. Yeah, it In a is. slapstick. Co- this is one of it's, the like dumbest, like physical comedy slapstick. There are comedy. moments where I'm like, oh, something not right is going to happen. Then it but doesn't. Nothing happens. Nothing it's ever just, happens. The whole movie is pure farce. Yeah. Until it's all farce. the last 30 seconds when it becomes one of the most vicious, brutal movies I've ever seen. The general looks in the camera says the word and then we get the ending it's fucking nuts this movie is it's a brain breaker yep because it's it's like it's like you're watching like a really inappropriate sesame street and then the last 30 seconds is like hostile Two. yeah and you're like what in the fuck am i watching if i was stoned that would have really fucked it fucked me up at 6 30 this I morning i did it on purpose last night i watched the whole thing nice. high last night i told i cut the episodes and posted and i'm like hey i gotta watch the pink angels I've never actually done this for a show before. I've always watched our shows, our movies sober. I know, dude, that KBS. I'm just, every Ooh. time you take a sip, you just get that like flush, like you've got an erection. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Because there's a little <laughs> bit of blood is going to my wiener right now. All right. So I, I, I always watch the movies straight so that I can take good notes on it. But I'd seen this before. I knew there wasn't a whole lot of good notes for me to take. So I was like, I'm, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a little bent sideways. Yep. And then I know I knew that you weren't going to. I knew you're going right. to watch it straight because you're so busy right now. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to spin this, and then me and Carl are going to compare notes. Okay. I'm glad that you said that you like this because this movie. But this is a weird thing because this movie is definitely one of the we've talked about it on previous episodes. It's very problematic. It's a time capsule. Definitely. And I, I used to be sort of conflicted on how I felt about like things of this nature like what is acceptable to watch now do you censor mark twain do you like right and no you don't right these yep. things are part of history and to forget where we came from is we're doomed to you know if you forget your past yeah. you're doomed to repeat it and it also it's my favorite i mean do my favorite charity is the comic book legal defense fund they fight censorship in art yeah so like so censorship <laughs> is one of the most dangerous things i agree Ray Bradbury has a famous quote about it. He says, when finally literature is destroyed by censorship, it won't be a fascist overlord or a fascist dictatorship. He wrote this as the afterword to Fahrenheit 451. Mm -hmm. He said it won't be a new fascistic government cutting, uh, limiting what we can and can't say. It'll be small special interest groups saying yeah. that they're offended and cutting out everything that offends them until there's nothing left. Right. That's Ray Bradbury that yeah. said that. In and there a are book things that offend censorship. me in this movie. There are. There are definitely but guess offensive what? things. I'm, I'm a grown ass man and right. I can handle it. So yeah. like. It's okay. So the, the portrayals of all of the gay bikers are the, it's, it is the word stereotype was designed, designed for, for what this. they're Absolutely. doing in this movie. There's a lot of really tasteless jokes, mm-hmm. but if you can just say to yourself, look, this is a movie that was made in 1971. It looks like it was shot for about $800. <laughs> no, exactly. So like, 
and uh, you know, if it brings you any comfort, the director never did anything ever again. The screenwriter never did anything again, and some of most of the actors, this is the end of their career. Yeah, this is it. They're this buried is them, like, except for Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams goes on to have like this amazing career after this, but but everyone else, pretty much, this is kind of the it. This is the like they hit the wall. It's like, uh, well, yeah, everyone watched. You know, it's not like this movie's being lauded, and it's like something. Oh, not at all. And in a weird way, I could see. I could see a world in which this movie became like a weird cult hit in the gay community. Sure. I was thinking the same thing. And I, on our um, shootout, which we recorded earlier today. Right. Because um, this, this episode drops in June, which is Pride Month. Yes. The yep. entire month of June. So I thought it interesting that this is a movie that we are covering in during Pride Month. Pride during Pride Month. month. Yeah. So. The the store that I work at, we're we're one of the like the main sponsors for Pride. Um, I'm part of the Pride community. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. And then to have this movie that could be either burned or lauded, it's such a weird thing. Depending I, depending on how what lens you're watching this movie through, you could either be completely offended or having the most joyous fucking time ever watching it. It's either a riot or a nightmare. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 with and you. And I was on that teeter totter the whole time watching it. Like I'm waiting to be offended. Sometimes I was a little bit. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm like, this is just fucking fun. It's really fun. It's really funny. But it is definitely like it's politically incorrect all the way through. Like I said, like. People call other people fraggles constantly. Yes. The bikers call themselves fraggles. Yes. But one of the things I thought was interesting about that is that's actually still true today. Yeah. Like, I I think every one of my gay friends that I know occasionally refers to themselves as a fraggle, mm-hmm. as like a just as a, either as a, a way to make make fun In of it. In the show that I'm doing tonight, it's called Here. Yeah. It's about transgender. Um, it's a family that's fucked up, crazy family. I play a stroke victim, mm-hmm. and and it's about my son going through a change and he's on hormones and all this other, um, and sort of what that looks like. And he refers, uh, here refers to yourself as a fraggle in this show. So it's like a, such an interesting thing. It is. It's like neighbor. It's like, if it's not your word, you can't use it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Let's just, I guess let's dive in at the beginning and work our way through this thing. All right. Because I'm telling, this is the second time I've watched this movie. I'll watch it again, man. And just so, just to be clear, sometimes, like, say stupid shit sometimes because the words don't come out right. So I'm not ever meaning to be like. Right. There's a good, there's a good chance that Carl and I are going to like accidentally say something offensive during this episode because this movie's fairly offensive right but that is just the nature of the beast and we don't obviously we don't mean anything by it you know so uh okay so the pink angels 1971 my first note is this score is oh the music is my oh the music exclamation point weird it's very it reminds me of this album that my dad had back in the day my sister got it for me for christmas she found it's called snowflakes or dancing and it's this weird japanese electronica um noise music you would actually probably love it. You just said like all of my favorite words in one. But sentence. it's so weird and trippy that my sister and I used to play this game where we put snowflakes or dancing on the the record player, and we would sit and listen to it. And the challenge was who could listen to it the longest without turning the record off because it would get so fucking weird and creepy. It would freak us out. Music was fucking terrifying us. Remind me before you leave. 
to put on my vinyl of uh, of uh, uh, metal machine music by Lou Perfect. Reed. You got to hear it before yeah, yeah, you yeah. leave today. But okay. snowflakes are dancing. That is like immediately. I was like, oh, oh, oh what is this weirdness? <laughs> so in the party that's going on, there's a is it a costume? Okay, so this oh I so there's a fryer tuck. Bird and I had a shitload of questions about the end of this movie, so I went and looked, and you All can't right. find just for those of any you who notes are curious, anywhere on this. No movie? one writes about this movie, but there was one person who wrote like a IMDb user review, and the reviews like. The, the ending of the movie would have been horribly offensive to me if I hadn't been so preoccupied with questions like, so wait, does this mean that the straight bikers are working for the general? Yeah. Does, how does the first scene of this movie tie in with the, any other part of Wrong the movie? Wrong party, 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 Because party, they, get, they party. get intercepted in the end of the movie. They get intercepted before they get before to the pool. Before they get to the pool, yes. So how, where the fuck is the pool thing happening? Where, it doesn't it that's doesn't. the point the point yeah. is like there are parts of this movie that just don't don't connect. make sense and they don't fit they don't yeah. fit they don't connect anywhere now i have my next note i think i actually kind of hit it on the i think i hit it on the head and i when i wrote this last night i was like damn it <laughs> this is like one of those like high notes that you write down just because you're high and you're watching <laughs> the movie. i wrote down the weird freeze frame the echoing party, voices party 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 party, party. party. Party on a freeze frame. Yes. That's like thirty seconds of freeze frame. There's twenty eight parties, I think. Yeah, and I all, oh by the way, we'll get to it. But I think of like a good third of this movie is just improv. Oh, it has to be. So, but my note is it's all eighty yards. This movie is a secret art film and a secret psychedelic film. I actually stand by that. I think this is a psychedelic movie. Oh yeah. It doesn't do like the like melting like drug trip sequences, but so much of the performance is so stilted and there's this weird tendency to hold on people too who long are not talking. They'll hold on silent people not and, reacting to and anything. And not our main characters no. either and for a lot of it. What weird woman in the shopping mart. You've got the Bird the, pointed- the young female clerk at the dress store, I think. Who has like a weird... Okay, we were talking weird earlier delivery, about the stroke. Like, yeah. She, the way she talks like is like she has had a stroke or, or something. Or is in the process of it's one. It's fucking really yeah. weird where she's like... Thanks for coming. We don't serve that color. But yeah. she doesn't start talking that way. No. She starts talking normally and by the end she's like... Have a nice day. Like, what like, the whoa, fuck what? is going on Her with your voice? All... Bird pointed out that a huge chunk of this movie is just totally ADR'd. Oh, uh, my... almost all the, of it is ADR. The chips that pull them over, not the chip. Yeah, they're those killer. guys are the best. Well, in when the they're world. when they're driving up. You can see their oh heads. God. Their mouths aren't moving at all, but you're hearing a uh, goddamn door not open. I wrote down their entire <laughs> radio dialogue when they're calling it in. They're 26 bikes. <laughs> I have the whole thing written down, dude. It's fucking oh, okay. hilarious. We'll get to it then. But um, but Bird pointed out there's scenes in this movie where it's the the camera people are talking to real people in the world and getting like real world responses. Ooh, so what do you think about those fraggles? Well, I don't think much about them at all. I don't think nothing about them at all. And you're like. Why are we doing this? The right. scene is this is not even relevant. Not to even the scene. part of it. There's chunks of this movie where Bird was like, I think they just took a camera and like went into a diner and started talking to customers, yep. like diner, people eating their food. So what do you think about bikers? Well, bikers are all right. They sort of destroying the, the country. Well, the voice that you're hearing talking. It these sounds people, like a director or like it's an not AD any of no. the it's not any of the Pink Angels. It's like some other guy. Yep, it's like, it's a, like the direct yep. like the director took a camera in and was like, "Excuse me, miss, can I ask you a couple questions?" Yeah, sure, go ahead. What do you think of Fraggles? I don't think much about yeah. nothing of them at all. What do you think of bikers? Well, bikers are... That shit got cut into this film. Yeah, sure did. It's like 
they're like shooting like weird real well, life have interviews. Any, they didn't people. have any other coverage or something. So like, well, put that. There's interview no B roll. So they just went right. and interviewed people. Bird pointed out the makeup counter. They're very clearly not in the same spot. No. It's the bikers doing delivery to no one. And then they cut to like the counter woman like giving answers that the biker people respond to. Shot like two months later. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the director took a camera in and bought some makeup. Yep. And then he played the footage for the, the Pink Angels and they just responded to like this real life transaction he'd had and he cut the two together because the lighting is different. The quality of the film stock changes. This movie feels a lot like Manos, <laughs> The Hands of Fate it's if it so... were like a biker movie. That is... in, the, in the way the ADR and the audio and the film stock and all me- of it. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a the same mess. kind of mess. <laughs> it's like a terror fucking Manos, Hands of Fate kind of mess. Dude, I'm absolutely in... I, I really do like this movie a no, lot. No, I do too. It's so... Poorly executed. Speaking of music up at the top, yeah. Mike Settle is the name of the of the musician. The I See America song at the top of this movie is, yeah. is pretty fucking good. That's excellent, dude. Yeah. Um, actually, here. I just listened to Tom Waits' first album, the one where he sounds like he's actually a human singing. Or is it before that? Before that. It's like it's 1973. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that because I'm in that headspace, that like young Tom Waits headspace. It reminded me of that and a little bit of like... Not Lee Greenwood, but like that Americana sort of um, biker road movie music. It's not country. It's not Western. It's that. It's like a CCR. Acoustic CCR. Yeah, it's got that Creedence kind of Leonard Skinner acoustic feel. But also it's got that Bob Dylan kind of thing. One of my favorite biker scores of all time. We talked about the biker score for Road to Paloma. Yeah, we sure did. But the Road to Paloma oh, one is score. so like, so like, uh, um, uh, fuck, what's it called? The old school blues, real old school blues. Um, shit. It's like Bayou blues almost. Okay. You know, like that. It's like that real. Like Zydeco? But no, not, there's no, a not. word for it. There's a specific word that kind of means this, but it's like, it's like that one guy and an out-of-tune guitar. Gotcha. Like, like front back porch blues kind exactly, of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can't, there's a, there is literally a name for the genre. It's, it's like the OG blues. It's like Robert gotcha. Johnson. Oh, it's not fuck. like, okay. we're not talking about like black keys and they're electric and all the pedals. No, it's like Robert Johnson's like got. One hammered up guitar just. Yeah, barely. I, it's kind of weird I that I can't think of the name of that because I absolutely love that that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I listen to it all the time. But but um, that is more the Road to Paloma score. This to me reminds me a lot of. Have you ever heard? I have it on vinyl, but the score for Easy Rider is one of yeah, my all time favorites. Think, immediately thought of Easy Rider. Now there's a this movie remind and there's another movie, which is is a Corman film called Gas. Which is kind of like this in a weird way. It's it's that like high slapstick grand political comedy that's also a road movie. And there's a lot of music in that movie that is like this movie where it's like one guy in an acoustic guitar and maybe like a drum. And it's got that kind of like, we're setting off out across the country yep. and all those eagles soaring high. And it's just like somehow makes this it makes the scene yeah. work like a lot of this shit wouldn't work if you didn't have that guy playing behind it and what's great the one of the lyrics that i sort of plucked out of there is like uh god created all men equal right but mm-hmm. men will judge each other like is that that whole thing is right there at the top like like we're all the same yeah it's y'all who's gonna like fuck it up <laughs> my my lyric is or the i wrote down two of the lyrics from the song and the first one is i see america she's just around the bend yeah which is such a great I love that now my my note on that is damn this opening credit song makes this 1970s movie 
weirdly like 2019 poignant. Yep. Because like the thing we saw right before this, my previous note is I thought Hitler's car was black. <laughs> it's when the general rolls in in his all white Cadillac, all white Cadillac. and he's like swapping that um, and he's riding walking crop. into a B and B. His headquarters is a B and B on Woodward Avenue. Dude, they literally shot this movie for eight hundred dollars. Oh, I man. swear to God, they his found office, the motorcycle. The general's office is one of my favorite things in this whole fucking movie. Kinda, Somebody paint an American flag on the wall. It's kind of like super, super. How many stripes are there? I think it's twenty. Yeah, perfect. We'll put that twenty in. stripes in there. Like, tw- is like 90, 91 stars. Put a couple on there. It'll be fine. Ninety one. We, we also f- need how many states are there? A top thirty one secret. Map, dude. I love his like. On I love his weird phonograph with like those. Okay, you want to talk about movies? The real, the real that's playing the like propaganda in and the shit? Sh- in the in our shootout. We talked about how the in, and in the Young Racers episode, we talked about how when they say stuff, it'll be English, but it doesn't it make doesn't any make sense. sense. <laughs> that propaganda reel is like no, dude. The propaganda reel is fine for me. It's when the general is explaining shit to his secretary. <laughs> You're like, nothing you're saying means anything at all. He's just None like, now the infiltrators are going to come down and what we got to do. Talk to the south and the gonna, east units. We're going south to southeast units are going to move around the infiltrators. And, and no gonna, one's going to know they work for us. Right. And the infiltrations going to infiltrate the infiltrators. You're like, what the and fuck are got you like- saying? <laughs> Our bikers are clearly on the west coast because they go to Los Angeles. They the infiltrators are like by Michigan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing takes place in like Kansas, and then the infiltrators are coming down from like the Upper Peninsula. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I think they're in California but though because they're, they're going to L.A. They just passed Paloma. Like, what's wrong? They're with going you? down the coast, and if they're headed to L.A., that means they're coming from Northern California. Oh my God. What are you planning? What is, even wrong? what is going on with you right now? Um, so. Yeah, so then there's a, there's that okay, just to, not to get nerdy about music, but No, fine. Do it. There's something about the there's something about the particular progression of notes in the chorus of that folks. I would call it like a folk it's song. It's kind of right? American folk song. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like it's got that like Americana Most folk feel. Are American folk. That's the definition, right? No, you can have like world folk music. Oh, fair enough. Gotcha. So it's just like uh it's just like it is very like American folk. Modern yeah, American modern American modernish American right. folk. You know, it's got that kind of the it kinda sounds like if the bo- if you just gave the boss an acoustic guitar. And he just started sing sing storytelling his This is Bruce Springsteen. Something that happened to him in seventh grade uh when he couldn't remember his locker combination. But there, yeah, exactly. And it becomes so and he went wins down it. and I was walking <laughs> it was between fourth and fifth period and well, there I was walking down the hall. There's my locker right there. And mm. well, I walked up to it and I knew it had a combination somewhere. E chord. I had, I know it's three numbers in the first one, two in the second one, the first. Put my right hand up on that lock combination. It's still cold from the air conditioning that's blowing out from the hall. What the hell is that first number? I thought to myself, is it a two? Is it a four? Is it 13. Seven or 18. I remember my best friend at that time. I just had lunch with him. He's eating a hot dog. And he likes it with mustard only. No ketchup. That makes him barf. Is it a 13, a four, or a 72? I thought to myself, it's a 13. Anyway. <laughs> so, but like. Your home. <laughs> Turning my luck around. I but fucking a, hashtag love Bruce Springsteen. By the way. So there's the chorus of the song is just God bless America. Yeah. But it doesn't go. It goes 
God bless. It's not that. God bless America. No, it's not that. The, it's it's the minor. Yep. It's the minor chords of that. It's because it starts. God bless America, and it goes down. This one is like, I don't even know if I could do it with headphones on, but it's like, it's like God bless America or right. whatever, it and they weird... they hit it with like a like the like a like a minor fifth it or something. Socks you a little bit, and what it does is it turns this kind of jaunty song very melancholy during the chorus. Yeah. And that I love that lyric. Is, I love minors. Like, yeah, me too. But right. like, I see America, she's just around the bend. And again, you gotta, guys, everyone remember, I'm a little high watching this movie. But like, because <laughs> I'm, dude, the Pink Angels is like unredeemable garbage. It's really bad. Like a huge, not, none of the movie connects to any other part of the movie. There's no plot. Nothing makes sense. So I was like making sense out of it with my weird, like, I'm tapping into like the primal nature of this film. So I was like, they're setting out to go to this drag ball, right? And the way they... a cotillion. A cotillion, I'm sorry. (laughs) That is one of the best bits of dialogue ever. Where you go, what are you going to do in LA? Ball. What? A ball. Ball. What kind of ball? A ladies ball. And he goes, a cotillion. A cotillion, right. What kind of cotillion? He goes, a ladies cotillion. You get me? (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck are you talking? about but okay so i was i crossed out my note because i'm like okay that's just a stupid thing that you're totally bringing to the movie but like they they plant that flag mm-hmm. they don't just like meet up at a diner and then go no off. they find where they're all oh, those they meet in the desert concrete. and they meet at yeah. this flag and he like like dresses them down he's like petting people's yep. he's like holding people's shoulders like they're Shaking going their off hands on and- like it's like the beginning of fucking 300 where yep. they're like we're not coming back from this there's a weird vibe there, and I am totally bringing this it's to the like movie. It's like an inspection. It's. I don't think it's like an inspection. No, I, well, it's like a muster. It's like a muster, and here's why. I'm I'm gonna permanently read the movie this way because I I kind of like the implications of it. It kind of brings you know anything to a movie that is kind of has right, nothing to shit. it. Yeah. But like, what if? Go with me here, Carl. Uh, I'm following you. What if they're getting together? And they're like, look, we're sick of having to pretend we're something that we're not. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to L.A. and we're going to do this cotillion. But we know that in 1971, the country is not particularly kind to people like us. Yeah. And this they're on the West Coast, which has generally been more progressive. Yeah, more chill. They run into like they run into some pretty, let's say, not progressive right. people. But what if this is them being like, look, we're going to stay a family and we're going to we're going to make a stand and we're going to go and do this thing because we're sick of hiding in the shadows but there's a good chance that we're not well there's out of this. two subcultures going on they're bikers, bikers and they're and trans they're, uh well not they're just they're, they're transvestites cross- yeah right. yeah so they're all they're all gay and all of them are also i think they they actually call themselves drag queens mm-hmm. several times so yeah. they're they're drag queens. there is a clear distinction between a transvestite and a gay not all transvestites are gay Right. Not all transvestites are gay and not all transvestites are drag queens. These right. guys are definitely, they, they openly refer, they, they to, themselves refer to themselves as, themselves drag, as queens. drag queens. Right. Yeah. So, and they are all explicitly gay, although there is a weird bit where like half of them have sex with women, but, I but was, there's, there's that's fluid, also a that's thing. Fluid that's fluid too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. Look, listeners, there's no way, there's literally no way Carl and I are going to be able to navigate this film while maintaining like proper gender politics no so just, it's impossible this is 1971 it's 1971 and it's like very tasteless 19 if you want to have a conversation you, we can sit down and have a chat yeah we're not going to be able to talk about this in a, like an appropriately intersectional gender way but we're gonna we're, we'll try and we're gonna mess some things up for sure 
But, you know, just don't give us, cut us some slack. Right. <laughs> We're and trying. if there's something we're like, egregiously, like, offensive, like, let us know. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. Podcast at gmail.com. So, so they, they head out on the road like that, right? So they all get on their, the ugliest bikes in history. Okay, thank you, because they're fucking dumb. One, they actually, what did they call them? Hack jobs? The... Uh, side, side hacks. hacks, yeah, side hacks. They are, and they sound like lawnmowers. They're just fucking, and they're like brushed metal gray. They look like, like repurposed World War II like, like trench bikes. Yeah, they're trench bikes with sidecars, and it's three of them. Yeah, because there's six bikers. They're what? How many beat? What do you call for the bikes? It's not CTUs or BTUs. CCs. CCs. They're like they're like ninety CC bikes. Forty. I was gonna say 40, 45. 45. It's like that's a moped has more yeah. than that. I think. Like that's a that's like the that's like a child's dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, they're so wimpy and they're painted matte gray. Matte gray. They're so okay. nothing attractive or sexy about these. Road bikes. to Paloma is motorcycle pornography. I started looking at pictures of bikes. I'm not even fucking kidding. I got mine dude. picked out, dude. I'm gonna yep. get. I'm gonna get me a, a late '60s, early '70s uh, Triumph Bonneville, turn it into a bobber, and that's my bike. That's and I'm gonna we're gonna talk about this maybe off mic, but yeah, I'm thinking fine. we're I'm gonna give us a three year timeline. All right, because it would be a massive. At the very least, we do the third coast. What's the third coast? Our coast. Our coast. Yeah, I they s- call the the lake coast. That's yeah. the third coast of America. Oh, I didn't. I've never heard that before. Yeah, East Dude, coast, west west coast. I'm in. Cars. Let's yeah. let's fucking circle the lakes. Let's Dude. do them all. <gasps> yeah. So anyway, but seriously, look up. I'm a three-year timeline. I think is fair. I'm about to be 29. It's going to take me eight years to convince Danielle. So, <laughs> store your bike in my place. <laughs> but like, okay, I'm 29. I, I told bike here. Enthusiasticness here. So I told Bird like that would be a big regret of mine. Yeah. It's this is a good time to have this conversation because we're into Biker Month now. Of course. If I don't own a motorcycle before I'm like 35, I think I'll regret that forever. Now you're a little older than I am, Bit. and you've told me before that like owning a motorcycle is also one of your it's big. It's been a thing for me since my uncle Mike let me sit on his bike when I was nine. So I'm gonna give us a three year timeline. All right, we gotta get we gotta get bikes. We'll start thinking about this. We'll start figuring out how we're gonna make it happen. The logistics. But we of gotta it. make this a plan, and we gotta keep each other on this. No, absolutely. I want to have a goddamn motorcycle. <clears throat> and I'm gonna need a team of people to sit down with Danielle and her mom, and probably my mom. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Carl, let's. It's my life. Pause. I was just gonna my say. Life. I'm like Carl. We just established. What if you die on the you're road? You're older than me. What <laughs> if you die on the road? Grown ass keep, man. When I think of Point Break, it ain't tragic to die doing what you love. I just think of uh, the fun. opening. I think of the opening of that uh, film about Hunter S. Thompson, Gonzo, where they read that bit from Hell's Angels, and he's talking about like the feeling that he gets ripping through the night on his bike mm-hmm. along the California coast. And then I think of mm, every ride my brother's ever taken, and he comes back and he's like, like the most amazing thing I've ever done. Oh it's, I would, I would rather. I lose. kind of feel like by the time I hit forty-five, I'm going to need that reset. I, I need that reset now. Well, I think Frank Zappa was brushing your reset button like he was. No, dude, it's like seriously, that reset button's been tickled so hard, and like not to. Dude, the the last where... couple rolls I've done have gotten into my brain so deep that like I need a deep scrub. So it's like, yeah, now be a nice. That would do. Cleanse, come on, that's dude. a good way to. I think it's a good meditation. Yeah, a good a good way to meditate. Now the reason we're not talking about the Pink Angels is because 
The movie's not that great, but like. But I enjoy it. So okay. next note that I have. Okay, were you damn know- with three on board? That little bike is doing some work. <laughs> when they pick up the hitchhiker and he he starts riding, bitch. I'm like, that's not a good idea on a 45 cc. You're like that bike's not, not even gonna- meant to have a sidecar like on it. Like- <laughs> well, you see when he tries to, it's the I can't. Do you know the names of any of these guys? Okay. Fuck no. Okay, so the. Black biker who yes. is there, he is their queen. Yes, he he's is. He's like the guy. They're getting he, the one made the dress for him, and they did, go yeah. when they lose all the dresses later. They go, they, they go blow the for, fucking yeah. bank on him, like yep. anything he wants. We're gonna make whatever you want because that's they're like this guy is like they're like a, almost like a team. Yeah, they're like a queer but eye biker team. Yeah, and they're yeah. like working on him to be their queen. Yeah, which honestly, think about it. He's the only black biker there, and he's their queen for 1971 for a movie that's as insensitive as it is. That's fairly progressive. Yeah. So they throw him. Uh, uh, they throw the hitchhiker on the back of that dude's bike. Do you when you see him like getting back on the highway? Like, this ain't gonna work. That bike is like pegged. <laughs> yeah. It's like Wah! and it's like. Barely getting on the road There's traffic stopped to let him onto the road Because his bike is struggling so fucking hard I could pull you in a wagon faster Faster than his bike was going yeah And later when he has bike problems I was thinking I'm like yeah it's because you had that fucking Drifter on there You had 900 pounds on your fucking bike So they, yeah, that guy gets on the back. He's so hesitant to take a ride with these guys. Now, we haven't talked about this yet, but the drifter, the, the hitchhiker, is our first real view into their of these the the physical appearance of these bikers. Right. He they pull over, and the hitchhiker looks at all these bikers, and they're decked out in Confederate flags. Iron crosses and swastikas. swastikas. Every single thing, every single group that would burn them at the stake. Yeah, every like, and that, that was what Bird, because Bird actually watched. I almost this. wonder if they're undercover. Bird watched this with me last night, and she was trying to unpack that, and she was like, "Oh, is it like protective coloration? I think so. Like, look, we're one of you. I think they're chameleoning. I think they are too, yeah. because they are drenched in well, like my, the when my symbols one of hate is like, groups. oh, well, that's that's um. Oh, at least they're subtle, not wearing flags on their heads or anything. But then they do. The big bear has a, a swastika swa- flag, flag on in his a- helmet. So that to me, the English that's guy I- is wearing a Nazi helmet. Well, that's when I started to unpack it because me because I knew going in what this movie was about. I'm like, why are they wearing all of this hate symbolism? Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're undercover. And the fact that when I saw that huge flag sticking out of the top of the big bear's head that dude has three swastikas on three i'm like it was very clear to me i'm like oh this is their camouflage right they and they actually say there's a couple times where uh they what's the best way to say this when they're like sitting around at the diner they start to act gay Mm -hmm. they start to act really stereotypically gay and their leader their fearless leader is like hey hey we're being observed and they all try and like quote unquote like act butch, tough butch up or right. man up a little where they're like oh yeah well <laughs> and then they have a condiment fight which is so fucking funny <laughs> by the way did you point okay first of all my next note is i fucking love a good a and w i love the, just the way he orders and the a and w yeah i love before it before we skip that did you see the sidecar dude get the sandwich board in the face oh yeah dude he took an like an a and w like with all the specials on if it it was intentional they had no safety 
in mind. He straight up took he that straight in up the head. head. Yep. He took a board Those aren't in the light, head. by the way. No. I have to I have to hump one out front of the store every day. They weigh like fifty five pounds. Yeah. And he they well they're I think they're doing it for comedy. Like the biker comes like, in. Oh whoops, check and that he, and he hits the sandwich board with the sidecar that has the guy with the fake mustache in there. They're oh, most of them are wearing fake beards. They're though. all wearing fake which beards. Is another, and mustaches. Which is another note in the column of they're in disguise. Also kind of funny wordplay that one guy is wearing a He's beard. He's a beard. He's yeah, a beard. Well, he's the bear too. So he is the bear of yeah. the group. Yeah, and I love that what they they in this scene actually when the English he guy pulls the beard his off. beard off, you see that the huge like weird mustache is real, and you're but like, just that centerpiece is that fake. centerpiece is fake. It's like the fill in on the bottom is not not real. <laughs> well, when he's driving his beard, when he's driving and the wind is in his face, it's his all... beard looks so fucking fake. Yes, Bird goes, that guy's beard. Wow, that guy's beard is fake. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> Just it like sticks an inch out from yes. his face, and it like you can almost see the spirit it's gum. It's nappy and weird. <laughs> it's just the strangest fake beard you've ever seen. But they they check the sandwich board with the sidecar, and it like slams shut and fucking nails the mustache guy in the right in the face. dome. Yep. You're like, holy shit! And when he gets out of the sidecar, I think that might have just been a second angle because that actor's pissed. Yeah. He Not gets up happy. and he like fucking like kicks the sandwich board out of the way. Everyone else is kind of jaunty and he looks like, really angry. Fuck you for doing that. He's like, what were you thinking? Do you know how he- this is like 55 pounds? <laughs> um, I got a cheeseburger, uh, French fries, um, and a and chocolate, chocolate shake. shake. Write it down. <laughs> che- cheeseburger, cheeseburger, French fries, fries chocolate, chocolate shake. shake. And six hot dogs. Six hot dogs. By the way, come on. Those wieners, man. They're all eating wieners, Carl. I know. <laughs> They're Yep. My next note is They're not even being shy about my it. My next note is, oh, I get it. They're all eating hot dogs. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but now A and W, come for the hot dogs, stay for the engaging conversation. <laughs> you're all fraggles. <laughs> oh my god, you're all fraggles. And they he like, runs. He it's literally kind of runs. Funny because like the the bear guy roughs him up. Yep. And then everyone else starts checking him out. And like hit like swastika bear gets really pissed that the English guy's checking him out. So he's like he's like giving him looks and like shoving him. He's like, what? What? And then finally, when the guy like the the English guy turns to the hitchhiker, who is clearly making like Nazi bear like jealous yep. and he's like would you like to try a bite oh, i'd like to try a bite he's, he's got like, the worst liverpoolian accent well, ever he, he's like i listened to one interview with the beatles and that was it and he, wa- he's like, he obviously watched hard days night because of the dude, book thing but there's whatever. a great moment in here where he's like muttering about his poetry and his accent's so thick that nothing he says is oh, even worse i got my books on here <laughs> and i wrote down my poetry i need to go to bed turn a page and the cops just like yeah right no whatever idea. he just walks whatever. away <laughs> but there's a bit where he turns and you realize what he's doing is he's offering the hitchhiker his wiener yes come on it's like it's so fucking absurd and then the bear guy who's been like he goes what are you up to and he just <laughs> right. does like the he has oh the most he is the most um uh eloquent speaker of all of them uh, show them your documentation it has he's, your name on he's it. he's re- he is has phenomenal diction yes like his his elocution is peerless Perfect. just now show him some documentation give him something so, surely you have something with your name on it <laughs> upon it <laughs> well, I, got, I got my books i got my bo- well show him that then i'm, I'm done learning i'm done learning <laughs> right. and you're like Seriously. i don't i don't think i don't you think are, you are from liverpool <laughs> 
<laughs> Liverpool, though. Because that bit where he's like, turns to the hitchhiker when they're back at the NW and he goes, Would you like to try a bite? <laughs> that's really good. You should try it. And the biker, that's when fucking Nazi bear's like, What are you doing? And then the the guy the guy with like the weird mustache and the yes. bowl cut. Yes. I would I would mm, okay, I'm gonna call him the gayest of them. Right. He is very he's the candelabras guy. Like he is Don't get the candelabras. He's the he's the queeniest of them. Yes. For sure. So he Is look, he the one wearing like the they all have the iron scarf. crosses on. Well, but yeah, he's yeah, the, he's the, the flowery yeah, scarf. Yeah, he wears on. the flowery yeah. scarf and the denim jacket. Yes. Like he looks He's kind of my favorite. I do I love him too. He's my he's he is my he's, favorite. He's like a cub almost. Kind of, yeah. But, but he's with the British mustache right, guy, right, or right. The, the American mustache guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who he keeps they ordering keep back to the about, bike. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is it back in the bike? And where's the candles? I suppose those are in the bike too. Get the matches too. All right, fetch them. And bitch, get the matches. Yes, You're like, he <laughs> calls him bitch. <laughs> but dude, when they're at the A&W, he turns to him because the hitchhiker's like, wait a minute, that huge guy's voice sounds a little odd for like a huge Nazi biker. And then like the queenie mustache guy leans over and he goes, will you two queens stop making a scene? And you're like, <laughs> what am I watching right now? Takes us by surprise a little bit. The first time you see it, if you don't know they're gay bikers, that's kind of your first that's hint your that end. they're gay, yeah. is the A&W scene. And if you weren't sure, they're uh, called out Yeah. Well, by, oh my gosh, you're fraggles, and then he runs. This is my fun he note. Fleas. <laughs> he's he's not totally fine, but he's generally fine with them being neo-Nazis and wearing all this hate garb, but no as, problem soon, at all. as soon as he, he discovers they're that they're gay... Running for the He's hills. like, shit! And he bails. Boy, ain't that some fun. This movie is... This is why... Okay, this is why I'm saying that this movie could definitely live in, like, a place of, like, cult appreciation sure. in the gay community. Because, okay, as stereotypical as it is, as problematic as it is, and as, as honestly, as disturbing as the ending of this movie mm-hmm. is... They they kind of in a weird way the the movie's themes treat homosexuality like in a very egalitarian and progressive sure. way. And I don't think that it's coming from a place of of hate at all. No, like, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't either. sense any like let's make this movie where we're gonna make fun of gay people. Yeah. I mean we're having fun. And it, look, but I, I mean it sounds weird yeah. to say with the Pink Angels, but some of these performances, not all of them, but some of these performances are, are legitimate. Really good. Like mm-hmm. there was some that I really like. For example, the their drag queen, the the black biker. Yes, his performance as a gay man. If he's not a gay man, and, and the and the and the main biker, the the Michael, the the head of the gang. Yeah, he's doing legitimate work. He's he has other. He's the only one that one has his picture on IMDb and has other film credits that the, are uh, legitimate. I really like the mustache guy too. The one who when later the girls oh, like it tickles it and he peels the mustache yeah. off. I think he's doing like excellent work. I actually buy about a little a little more than half. I In buy general, more of them. I like all of the angels. I but what I'm saying is I actually buy four out of six of them okay, as, as gay being, men. Okay, yes, okay, totally. Yep. They're. Yes, sometimes the performances are really big. When he play. runs back to the bike, he's running back in that arm flappy sort right. of they, ridiculous way. They do play way. some right. stuff for laughs, but like these performances in a lot of places in this movie seem legit. It seems yeah. like they did the work and they're not like, I'm going to be gay. But they're like, okay, what would a gay, how would I act if I were gay? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know because don't. they don't have any other MDB credits or any info. They don't even have pictures. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't have names. Right. So like, 
Who fucking knows? But that gentleman, I believe, is one of the credits. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but they uh, they cut in the middle of the A and W scene is when they cut back to the general, and uh, I wrote down British Hitler listening to the sex criminal mandate. Is like Jeff Sessions sitting alone in a dark room watching Reefer Madness being like, oh my god, we have to combat this evil. It is though. It is totally, I I couldn't think of his name, so I asked Bird. (laughs) I couldn't think of the guy who hates weed's name because I was high on marijuana. (laughs) But I was like, Bird, who's that dude who hates pot? And she's like... That's all she needed. She's like, which Jeff one? Sessions? Jeff Sessions? I was like, that's exactly what I meant. But like, he's sitting in his office quietly, like flexing a crop. And he's listening to a, a phonograph that's like, there is no greater danger than the dangerous danger that faces the United States dangerously today. Oh my God. The infiltration of this, of this dangerous danger, <laughs> the threat that comes in. Talk on his mic if you need to talk. Do we think he's closeted? Which, Jeff Sessions or the general? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, political soapbox. Boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, he has dresses in his closet. He totally does. Uh, but, you know. I'm going to be ambiguous, ambiguous about which one I'm speaking of. <laughs> I wasn't going to try and clarify. I'm like, whatever you mean, you're right. Yep. So. I just get the feeling like he wants to spank all this bad With that bad riding crop boys. on his. Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as you introduce a riding crop and fondling it. Mm, he does kind of fuck with it quite, yeah. kind of a lot. He's always got it, and he's just like, I just wish that I could get my hands <laughs> on some game, man. <laughs> his, and, oh, did you notice? You had to have noticed. I'm sure I did. The camera really likes his secretary. The camera is all about her legs. <laughs> and her sp- it freezes on her breasts for a good two Hold and a half on, seconds. Carl. Now let's we look. We have a whole we we're allowed. We've kind of grandfathered ourselves into being allowed to be tasteless about objectifying <laughs> women's bodies because we have a whole category in our cool and filmies called that's, best of the breasts. That's true. Those are some excellent sweater breasts. You don't, it's, it's, I mean, it's a rare thing. It's a rare thing. The sweater breast. Okay. Breasts and sweaters, usually a miss. But when you hit, there's a term for breasts called sweater puppies. Yeah. It's the most covered they can be. When you hit a pair of breasts in a heavy sweater that's still rocking your world. They're still singing the anthem. It's impressive. Yeah. You you can kind of still hear the, like the weird ethereal voices of angels. Mm Mm-hmm. That secretary's sweater breasts are fucking on point. Too bad her hair is a poof. Her hair is kind of a nightmare. Wait, <laughs> is that a that's a colloquialism for something else? I'm sorry. A poof? A Brit- well, that's a British colloquialism. Oh, We're in America, Carl. But the poof like a hair. Dude, her hair is like it's like a beehive out of control. That got really tired, and it also and went yeah, on vacation it's for like a, a minute. It's like a beehive that turned into like Christopher to- Walken's hair from like Batman from and the Robin Prophet or something. Whatever the yeah, when he's got like the weird. <laughs> Him as Max Shrek. Yes. Oh my God. It's like it it's like an exploded view of Max Shrek's hair on a woman. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty. And dude, there's a Selena w- Kyle. I need the papers from Bruce Wayne. That's a pretty good Christopher Walken. Oh, it's a it's an impersonation. Walken's Walken. hard. Okay. I don't so, understand why. See, that's like if Arnold Schwarzenegger and Christopher Walken. Had I don't a baby. understand why. Kind of dig it actually, Get to these dude. Shots. But that woman's hairline, like if your hairline's supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Her hairline's in that like uncanny valley of like one <laughs> half inch like too far back where you're like, 
What's going on with your forehead? <laughs> like the pre-res artist didn't quite know where the brow line was. Right. <laughs> so he's like, let's just take it back. And you're, take she's, it back. well, it's, it's like her hairline's a little too far back. And you're like, are you balding? But then it's hard to like pay attention to that. when you she have has so much swoop. Max Shrek yeah. going on up top. And then also you're still, first of all, you're still thinking of sweater breasts, sweater breasts. And let's, let's back up 10 more seconds. She's got great legs. That, what do they call them? Gams? Gams. Is that what the kids are calling them? In the seventies, I believe. No, I believe in That's the twenties they 20s, were gams. Twenties, they were gams. In the seventies, I think Sticks. they were just called meat things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my wow. god! I don't know, dude. The seventies is a wild time. Oh, I got time. legs. Legs? Was that what they were called? I think so. She has extremely attractive legs. Okay, so I'm watching this camera thing and I'm high and I I'm still thinking of. Straw dogs where I'm like don't look at the woman's body right. It's oh bad Oh my god how weird is that so much time has passed And I still on film if I see a camera showing me a woman I'm like I don't want to look at you Yeah you look down and you're like yeah. you're not Nah 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 no, you're not no, turning no, me no, into no, a no, rapist no, no, film Because that's what straw dogs yeah. does That's how deeply that fucking movie ingrained into my brain dude Well the, that Jump out of no let's stay in pink angels Because it, it kind of no let's not Let's <laughs> jump out of the straw dogs Because pink angels is it's own thing Yes but like straw dogs, the be- we've talked about it many times before, especially since that episode. It keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. The beauty of that shot in Straw Dogs, where they show you this naked woman, and you're like, "Damn, that's hot!" And then they cut to the reverse, and it's all the rapists, and you realize the movie just made me the rapist. Yep. And it, it, dude, it's like someone took a hammer and just like, bah, the and side of your brain. That's not part of your DNA. Yeah, in your brain. You have yeah. to sit with that now for the rest of the movie. It's like. Like, hey, don't you think for these the next six months aren't so. these? Yeah, it's still to this day. Yeah, like, dude. we're watching the Pink Angels. You're like, am I allowed to be attracted to her? That's the power of filmmaking, yeah. dude. And also, we're kind of we're like decent human beings. Yeah, we're not utter shit, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> there is. I mean, I give myself a little bit of credit that yeah. I, you know, Look, we're we're titch rough and raw around the edges. You and I, we know this about ourselves. Absolutely. I have real issues with like brain to mouth filter. That just. I'm working on it. I'm trying to better myself as a person, but twice sometimes... a year you need to change it, otherwise it gets really gummy. My filters gunk up real yeah, quick. <laughs> it's it's anytime you change your clocks, you change your filter, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's the easy way to remember. Twice a year. Twice a year. Spring forward, <laughs> fall back, change your mind filter. Exactly. So like deep in the heart of summer, you guys are gonna hear some hectic <laughs> shit on this podcast. About about the first week of August, it's gonna get dicey up. Luckily, in here. we're doing classic horror movies in August, so there oh, won't I'll be. I'll find a, some way to get offensive. <laughs> Well, dude, on the premature burial, right before I managed to switch my brain filter, I was just diving down some real sticky holes with you, buddy. <laughs> oh, in them at least. Yeah. So, um, okay, what were we doing here? Um, <laughs> I want to talk top secret map. I want to talk about British British Hitler, who's American, but I just kept calling him Britler for some reason. <laughs> well, he's not even British, but. He, but he looks so British. <laughs> well, I think, well, they borrowed parts of his uniform from different, they went to a, not a KB Toys. What is, <laughs> well, like they, an army navy, like a surplus? Like an army or, navy, yeah. Uh, KB Toys? What is going on For his gun. You? For like his oh, other things. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They outfitted him with all of his children's paraphen- toys. Children's and toys. And actual Nazi regalia. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. He dresses. Have you ever seen? He went to an army navy store in a KB toy. Have you ever, <laughs> nobody listening is probably even remembers what a KB toy is. Dude, that's like the perfect review of this movie, though. Like costumes by army navy and KB, KB toys. toys. But uh, like bikes by junkyard. But oh, no like shit. Uh, you know, have you ever seen the Richard the Third with um, Ian McKellen? Yes. And he he plays. He's a British fascist. 
this guy's uniform looks exactly mm-hmm. like the British fascist uniforms. It's supposed to be an American uniform, but it looks fascist. It just kind of isn't, though. I know. <laughs> but okay, so he's wearing enamel pins. From I, I want to at least like. I want to give this idea its its day in the sun because I was proud of it when I thought of it, and now I'm a little confused by it. But I right, think I'm a, I think I'm accurate. I th- I've right. already said it. So this oh. guy's sitting there, and he's like, he's bending his like riding crop, and he's so angry, and he's so angry, and he's listening to this like phonograph record of basically like like a mandate to to like crush. I think they call them sexual deviants yeah, and deviant. sex criminals yeah. or whatever, and they're like. One of the lines we get after this is when a little bit later in the movie, <laughs> sorry that KBS is like, <laughs> it's me. But that uh, there's a line later when the general is talking to someone. It's implied heavily that it's the federal government, yeah. someone in the federal government that he's talking to, like someone in the Oval Office or someone in the FBI. Well, or, at one point he says senator sen- yeah. on a call. So he's talking to like the nation's leaders. And he goes, I'm working. I'm talking no, I'm a lot. Just, sorry, I'm just a fast drinker. That's good. Dude, with KB, with KBS, I'm, I'm going slow because I know where when the it, KB Toy Store came from. From KBS? KBS? I know when it gets brain. warmer, it tastes real good, so I'm letting it kind of sit. It tastes good in all variations. You're never drinking a bad KBS. Um, so he's talking to someone in the federal government, and later in the movie he says, I sure would like to hang some of those long hairs. I'd do it very discreetly, of course. And he's talking about hippies. Yeah. But he's listening to this like weird phonograph record that's like, there is no greater danger to the United States than sexual deviants and sex criminals. These free love loving hippie freaks. And you see him take this really earnestly. And in the movie, if you're just watching the movie and you're just letting it roll, you're like, ah, it's so funny. But then if you think for like one second, there literally is a huge group of people in the federal government who still believe that Nancy Reagan's like, I mean, Jeff Sessions literally said, these are words that came out of his mouth. Good people don't smoke marijuana. Like you can see, I, I can see in my head, Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions sitting alone in his living room with five fingers of scotch being like that, that these substances are warping the minds of our nation. Right. <sighs> yep. They, that, there's nothing more damaging than a dangerous drug like marijuana <sighs> sucking scotch down. Right. Watching Reefer Madness and being like, look what it does to our children <laughs> and, and believing yeah. it. Yeah. So in a weird way, dude, I. Probably yes Probably being high Was part of it But like watching that movie I was like That's actually fairly prescient Mm -hmm. Like people People being so out of touch With what the real world is like What the world on the ground In the US is That they can watch Like stupid Old Like outdated bullshit Like this Or like straight up propaganda Like he's listening to Right And And bring it to present And be like like, That's right This I'm gonna make this my mission To the point where he His stated goal Is to To hang them Hang free thinkers that's dude. That's I don't see the danger in that. No, not at all, right? Like hmm. Hmm. if you don't see the danger, then everything is fine. <laughs> right. Where we're at is a okay. But yeah, man, I I don't know. Like watching that last night, there's chunks of this movie where I'm like, this hits home now. Mm-hmm. But the general is so fucking cartoony and stupid. Everything but, about this movie is cartoony and but stupid. But it's there though. Mm-hmm. If, if you've ever, we'll talk. We'll someday we'll watch it because we love we both love Roger Corman. But when we watch Gas. Gas is kind of what gas is is like a, a testing facility in like the Antarctic blows open and gas covers the world that kills everybody over 30. So it's only like 20 year old 
people in their twenties. It's a little bit Logan's runny then. Like it's yeah, it's only young people. There's no old people anymore. And wow. you, you kind of see what the world looks like when it's run by like free thinkers and the youth. And it's kind of an interesting commentary by Roger Corman about what would happen if you just let the hippies run the world. It couldn't be all good because that's bullshit. It's not. It's definitely not. Like, because there's. Because you need some and he points experience out, and, and. Yeah, the movie kind of points out that there are still jocks. Yeah. And the jocks immediately turn into fascists. They start running everything like a football squad where they're like yelling at and everyone's got to drop in line. There's a little bit of Red Dawn in there too then. Yeah, I think you'd like that movie, but this movie reminds me of it a lot. So now we're driving down the road and our our bikers flip off a police car for literally no reason at all. And they're acting like assholes. They're wanting to get pulled over. And they laugh when the cops like turn on the lights. They're like, yeah, here we go. Time for uncomfortable interaction with the law. You're like, wouldn't you want to not do this? But that doesn't right. matter. This this scene could be so intense if not for the fact that it's our, hilarious, it's hilarious and our cops are so fucking stupid. Dude. And so like he's got a bandolier around his waist. He's got shotgun shells tucked into his fucking belt. He's got a <laughs> he's got his backup <laughs> two backup weapons, one one in front, one in back. The one cop goes out with two rifles and a shotgun. And a shotgun. You're like, that's a I don't lot know how you're gonna gun. use all those, dude. You have so many long guns strapped to your body right now. Yeah. And then the one cop, when he, he there's a revolver like tucked in his belt, and you think it's like like a maybe a four inch police positive. No, it isn't. Pulls it out, and my note is, dude, these jumpy Terminator cops are the best. And that pistol is like 14 inches yes, long. Yes, it is. He pulls out like a like a Ruger Super Red Hawk. This like gigantic gun as long as his arm. Harry Callahan's like, I'm gonna sit down. Finger on the trigger, cocks it back and aims it directly at like the biker's faces. You're like, you guys are like way out of line. I might breathe slower (laughs) and speak softly. All of the bikes bikers are gonna want to just sit down, be real quiet, because that dude's gun is (laughs) checking. So here's the dialogue. The cops pull onto the road. They ADR the whole thing. The entire thing is and ADR. Like, Their mouths aren't even close to not moving. Not even moving at all. But they just ADR it back and forth. And it's like, uh, this is Unit 7 calling into the... Oh, you have a- <laughs> I have the whole thing written down, yeah. Um, uh, this is Unit 7. Unit 7. We're in pursuit of... What would you say, partner? 20? 25 bikers? <laughs> this partner goes... Kind of like six. He goes, more like six. And he goes... We're in pursuit of 20 to 25 motorcycle toughs. They're heavily armed and have hostages. <laughs> we will call back if we require backup. <laughs> it's just like, dude, there's really excellent moments yes. in this movie. That's so funny. Yes. Heavily armed and have heavily hostages. Armed. They have hostages. <laughs> <laughs> No, like six. Well, radio, more like six. Yeah, more like six. In pursuit of 20, 20 to 25. 25 uh, b- motorcycle toughs. <laughs> I'm, oh my God, dude. I almost like shit laughing last night. It was so fucking great. Oh. They, get, they get the bikers all pulled over. Do you know what the worst part about watching this movie at 6.30 in the morning? What? You're watching this movie at 6.30 in the morning? Yeah. Do you have, is it free to stream or do you have I to have it, it on my box set. I have, um. Oh, you have the same box the set same, I do. The exact same one. It's the, the drive-in one. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know what would be fun is when we do the Quillen filmies, like that week, we should do like a, like a Quillen film, like 24 fam, hour film family festival? get together or whatever. And we'll go through our first two seasons and pick our favorites. Okay. And do a, 
all day movie marathon. Oh, just watch them. Just watch them because I want to watch Drive Angry with you. We'll cook. We can we can do a cookout. We can yeah. We'll push the really weird ones till later in the evening. We won't even turn the mics on. It'll just be an all day film fest. We'll cook. And if people, if our patrons want to come show up, they're all in town. Oh my god! Have people come in and out, watch the movies. Amazing. (laughs) Fucking monster. Oh my god! <laughs> Double dipping. <laughs> Bird heard that through her headphones. Listeners, in case you didn't, mi- in case you missed it, I'm sorry. I have to out Carl here. He just belched like almost directly into the microphone and then farted like super loud, <laughs> which is utterly appropriate for the film we're talking about. All right, I wouldn't do this on a more any, yeah. Like uh, if you've done film, this during like hunger, Gremlins to the new batch, I would. <laughs> I, I would have better sense. There are three Gremlins. We had what the, the fuck. We had a debate said, about the, this. What the fuck is the third one? Because you said you're like there's only like two. I'm like I think there's at least three. There are I three. Because I thought you were thinking of critters. critters. There's like a billion critters. Oh, for those of you who like those movies, by the way, critters. All of the all of the critters films are free on Vudu right now. What? Free to stream. All right. Critters I movie know marathon, baby. <laughs> Uh, I've been talking about taking a day off. I might, I might take a day off and spin all the critters flicks back to Fuck, back, baby. Yeah. Okay, so they're in pursuit of twenty twenty five. Gremlins three. What's the third one? I don't know. I've never seen it, I, but I knew there was more than two, and I looked it up because I was like, it was just irking me because you were so certain there was two. I still am. So they get out, and the one cop like, like. <laughs> He doesn't, but in my head, he's like, like operating bolt action rifles on his back, exactly. and he cocks the shotgun and like sticks it in someone's face. The he other cop, third armed, yeah. The other cops like dual wielding like like Kimber forty fives, <laughs> just like strafing everybody. He's like, everybody freeze! It's like that scene in uh, Raising Arizona. All right, everybody freeze! Everybody down on the ground. Well, which is it, youngster? You want us to freeze or get down on the ground? Because if I get down on the ground, I'm going to be in motion. But if I freeze, I can't rightly get down on the ground. (laughs) Perfect film. So he walks over to the leader. How am I so toasty after one beer? I don't know, man. Well, it's 13.5%. Oh, there it is. It's like Like a glass of wine. Like a 16-ounce glass of wine. I'm a little sweaty right now. Yeah, I keep taking my flannel on and off. Oh. But that's not nothing new for me. <laughs> I probably have like nerve damage and that's why I can't <laughs> regulate my temperature. But he goes, but okay, worst aviators ever. It's the, the lead biker. Oh, the lead Mike? They, they sit, sit like, like weird. on his eyebrows, yeah. but and they like touch his hairline and I they're still it, somehow big and <laughs> I noticed it at the picnic scene is yeah, when I really pic- noticed when his he's, aviators when he's at the three quarters view and yeah. he's talking to like scuzzy like, biker I guy I can't really look at your you're like horrible your glasses sunglasses. are fucking the worst thing I've ever seen and the 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 bridge of the nose pieces it's pinching but they're huge and, like yeah. the, it's not the little when plastic he takes things. him off he has red lines on his on the bridge of his nose those glasses are devastating his face yeah. <laughs> every time they're, they're on well in more than one way but the <laughs> No kidding. But dude, this is this is my other I honestly think the interaction with the cops might be one of the funniest. I think it's the probably the probably the funniest scene. Because this is where we get where are you going? Down the no, coast. Where yeah, where are you from? coming from? Up, Up the, the coast. coast. <laughs> he's like, where Where are you going to? He's like, what are you doing in Los Angeles? Ball. What? A ball. What kind of ball? A cotillion. A cotillion? A lady's cotillion. Get me? 
silence. Yep. And this is one of those weird fucking. I I I maintain that this movie's psychedelic because this is one of those weird moments where they're like, hold on the the cop's face, and he just sits impassively, not reacting. And you start to getting anything. uncomfortable in your high space. Yeah, you're like, yeah. You're like, why aren't you cutting away from him? Are, why am I still here? Are with we you? still on him? Yep. Why aren't we? Okay, now we're moved on to something. But there's like these weird long pauses mm-hmm. and and him taking the IDs from everyone seems to take a long time, but it's sh- quick. It's fairly quick, but like he legitimately goes and gets everyone's, everyone's ID. ID. Everyone. It takes like 38 seconds, but in your brain, dude. And there's weird. It takes like there's five a hours. really. Okay, so we've talked about it on one other episode, but there's this yeah. thing I watch called "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared." I haven't. I know you I haven't. haven't. Someday you'll see it. But like it's the, and you have. I'm telling you, you got to watch it under the right circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, there they do this thing where it. Ev- the scene you're watching seems normal, but there's just enough little stuff off that it becomes surrealist. Yeah. <clears throat> so the one cop walks around everybody, and when he gets to the English guy, the English guy goes, "I don't have I don't any have identification." And the and bear the, is. And the cop. Well, the cop. The cop turns to like his partner, and the partner goes, "That's fine." So yeah, he skips. So he skips over him, and he takes everyone's ID. Then he goes back to the car to like run the IDs or whatever, and the like two gun. Sheriff cop walks over to the English guy And he's like give me your ID I thought it was fine And he's like you just said that I didn't have to do that This is fine no, And then I'm he turn- Well and he turns to There's a I can't remember who he talks to But he talks to It might be the mustache guy But he goes give me your ID And he goes your partner has my ID We, we literally we just, just watched gave his you partner ID, yeah. And he's like walking around like give me your identification he goes, I, believe your, I believe your partner has yeah, my oh, identification Oh yeah it's Nazi Barry goes I believe your partner has and my, my documentation. My documentation And then he goes where's your ID And he goes I don't have any And you just said that was cool And you're watching this and you're like what the fuck is Why are we right doing now? this Why yeah, are we doing kinda, this it's, it's, It starts splitting your brain it's from back totally, to front yeah. There are elements of this movie that are totally like Like light surrealism If I was high I'd be like what it's all, dude. It's what? <laughs> that's why I think we should push the no. dumb movies late at night for our no. film fest. He's gonna shoot him. No. It's yeah. Well, I've seen it before, so I kind of knew what was not, what was and what wasn't gonna happen. That there's nothing that gets you ready for the end, though, dude. Because no. it because it comes so fast. Like I knew the ending, but watching it high, I was like, okay, I got probably like five minutes before I have to see that. Mm-hmm. I will prepare. Oh my god, there it is. The ending of this movie is like somebody dropping a brick in a pool when you are on the swing sets nowhere near a pool. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. Like if you were if you were like swinging on swings. So you're okay, so you're swinging on a swing mm-hmm. set in yeah. a park and then someone drops a brick in the pool. Why is there a pool here? Why is there a pool? Why is there a brick? Where did the swings go? Like, that's how the end yep. of this movie feels. Wow, that see, that was really, that's very Dada-ist of you. That was a really good way to describe the end. Thank you. It's like someone dropping a brick on the pool when you're on the swing set in the playground, and you're like, oh my god, it's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a ball. A cotillion. <laughs> I love when they, they go, they fi- finally, the second cop, gets to one of their sidecars, and he's like, hey, this thing's locked. What do you got in there? Oh, we got about six <laughs> kilos of shit, five grams of he hash. He does a Huntress Thompson six bags like, fucking of, checklist. Six bags of pills. We got uppers, downers, bennies. We got heroin. We got, we got smack. a half a salt shaker full of cocaine. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the cops like, yeah, but really though, what do you got in there? And he's like, do you want me to break it open? No, nah, man, I'll open it for you. Get the key right here. I love that he does. Like seriously, because. It, you know, remember we talked about in Road to Paloma how Jason Momoa always kind of like 
works with authority. Yes, absolutely. There's there is a definite line for these bikers where, where if they, someone that's pushes the line, them hard enough, we're not going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, if someone pushes them hard enough, they're like, no, dude, it's cool. I'll I'll open it. I don't I don't care. Here, check it out. Look what's in there. And the cop pulls it out and he goes, "What is this?" ADR somebody says right. <laughs> a brazier. This is one of my favorite lines in the whole fucking movie, and I wrote it down. It's when dress uh, form? black bike black biker like leans posts up. posts up and like leans toward the cop, and he goes, "It's a maiden form, and it's mine." And you're like. Wow, mm. that's fairly intense. And then his next line is like, get your damn stinking pig hands off of my property. And you're like, holy wow. shit. <laughs> He's like going for it. Um, now, we talked about this earlier. <clears throat> when the guy, the hitchhiker runs away from them when he finds out they're gay, doesn't care that they're Nazis, right. scared that they're gay. My note here is, I like that what scares the hyper-violent and hyper-masculinist cops <laughs> is in the trunk. Is the dress in the trunk And my note is actually Open and comfortable sexuality Usually drives off any threat Yep When someone's threatening them And then suddenly finds out they're gay They're oh like Oh no 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 It's cool it's, it's actually any sort of open form of of um, uh, Affection Especially here In the United States It was fun. So I'm So I'm obsessed with the Marvel Universe I ain't ashamed of it So I just watched the, the Captain America The Winter Soldier yeah. And there's a scene when Steve Rogers is being chased and the bad guy is coming up the escalators and Steve Rogers and Black Widow are coming down the escalator and Black Widow looks at Steve uh, Captain America and says, kiss me. And he's like, what? People hate signs of affection. They always look away and gives him a big kiss mm-hmm. and do crossbones who's on the escalator tough as he looks at that and looks away. It's totally true. Yeah. It's still true to this day. And that's day. a Marvel Universe thing. It's like. No, but, but that's, that's cool, true. That's a, yeah. cool, a cool moment, though. Bird, no, this is, I, okay, as a person, I really like PDA, personally. It's kind of fun. It feels mm-hmm. like, kind of like, look it's at me, look what I'm doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Bird hates public displays of affection. Yeah. So I've, I've like, kind of worked or thought about or dealt with that for, I think, almost 11 years mm-hmm. now. And watching this movie last night, I was thinking about that, and I was like, yeah, I guess it's kind of like anyone who's comfortable. Here's what I think it is. I, this is just the thought I'm having now. I think America, and you're right, by the way, about these beers. <laughs> I'm a little, like, a little tuned up. Like, <laughs> but I think, um, I think that America is so, in a weird way, the majority of America is so puritanical yeah. about their sex, sexuality, like and the first themselves time you, as sexual you learn beings. about a French kiss, and then like what the open. Well, we're all fascinated with it, but we're doing that weird Victorian thing where no one wants to talk about it right. or look at it or like pretend that it doesn't exist mm-hmm. or. So anytime you see someone who is comfortable with themselves as a sexual being, even if they're not like, you know, fucking in the streets or whatever, if they're like, Just oh, sharing yeah, a kiss or sharing a kiss or if you're out and it's like, what'd you guys do last night? It's like, oh, my God, we got all the toys out. We just had the fu- we had a total sex fest last night. It was really great. People are like, oh, why would you ever share that with I can't me? I believe you just said that. Oh my do God. you realize where we yeah. are? We're in a like we're in a public park. There could be someone who heard that. Kids and it's like, could be listening. It's like, so fucking what? Who cares? <laughs> but like, I, I kind of like that about this movie, which is this movie seems to celebrate these bikers sort of open Openness. sexuality. Yes. While it's still, yeah. the most stereotypical ever portrayal of that, but it does sort of celebrate that openness and sexuality. And it, it shows us that being open with your sexuality can repel these closed minded fucks who just can't deal with mm-hmm. your, the, the vibe that you're on, man. Repel them so they can go home and write policy. Okay. You're Do you want to, so they can go write policy. Say that again. I missed it. I said, so it deflects the 
deflects the haters so they can go home and write policy. Oh, fuck, Carl. If I had a hood like you had, I would flip it up and I'd do that weird thing where I leap up from the table right. and I think that you're having a heart attack. Dude, you just blew my mind. That's totally true. It's like when they, when people... I'm offended. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, there is. The people who encounter stuff that makes them uncomfortable just go and try and make it illegal so they don't have to deal with it Mm -hmm. anymore. What a fucking thought that is, dude. Damn, Carl. Dude, good job. That fucking blew my mind just now. That was great. We need to drink more of these. Maybe. (laughs) I got more. You want another beer? I have to go get my haircut later. <laughs> Just get a drunk haircut. And you're like, I want them. Hey, I'm, I'm not the one cutting. That's right. All you got to do is sit still. So just fall asleep in the chair. Like, Made me look like Robert Downey Jr. And then you're out. It's like, I didn't say what movie. <laughs> They're like, uh, does he mean Iron Man like, or no, Sherlock Holmes? Because in Sherlock one? Holmes, like his so hair big. is very big. <sighs> I think he probably means. <laughs> 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 or does he mean fucking. God damn the the uh what's the one with Jamie Foxx? It's called the soloist where he has a shaved head. Oh no. Carl, mm. well, you gotta think this through. Maybe I don't Go with the me. one from Chaplin. His hair in Chaplin's bomb. Uh he, he's very dapper. My next note, you you're gonna now get an insight into the evolution of Max's <laughs> mindset. No, okay, my previous note was I like that what scares the hyperviolent and hypermasculinist cops is open and comfortable sexuality. And my next note is MILFs in the stripper bar. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, where are the ladies at? Well, we got all of them here. <laughs> I like that the leader we got always, Ma Kettle. He always orders like like the like a weird complicated thing and then just like gives the other people whatever he goes and he goes, I want three fingers of whiskey and five beers. <laughs> You're like, um, did no one else want no one whiskey else want or what are we doing here? Those okay, let's talk about the strippers for a second here. Pro, they're prostitutes, right? They are, yeah. Sex workers. Yes. No, in this movie they're prostitutes. Yes. No, in this movie they're hookers. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how this movie works. I'm sorry. No, everyone. they're definitely hooking. Yeah, these women are not doing sex work. These are these are hookers. <laughs> okay. How do I get fired for my own podcast? <laughs> If you're fired, I'm fired. I think Danielle and Bird just took over measuring. I think so. Okay, what the sex workers? Seriously though, the tone of the movie is not very polite. To right. Me. So we'll call them sex workers for the sake of you listeners, but that's not how the movie treats these no. people. So I love the. We get a whole I like the, rainbow. Yeah, of, the first woman's like 68 years old and ready to party. She's dude. She's down. She's more down than everyone else. <laughs> she, she she's the one that has my favorite <laughs> line and best delivery of the whole movie. Her son of a bitch that she says when they all leave is the perfect <laughs> do it you got it in your head <laughs> I do. try to do your best son of a bitch it's per i uh, when i first heard it okay here's here's how here's how uh tasteless this movie is i thought son of well, the first time i watched this movie i thought son of a bitch was the the um the the denim and scarf wearing gay guy <laughs> saying it but it no, was the 68 it was year the old, old woman, woman. Like, son, son of, of a, a bitch, bitch. Because they all leave. Dude, it's like um, Ahura's neighbors in fucking Black Caesar. Ah, oh, yeah. Dude, her use of neighbor is like, oh, shit. Neighbor. No one says it as viscerally as she does. And this Mm-mm. woman says son of a bitch better than the best of them. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, MILFs in the stripper bar. And I think the youngest of them's got to be like 48. Well. There's a couple young. A couple young, sprightly of different ethnicities 
They did. One that speaks is a, directly to us. That is a strange cross section of of ethnicities that they parade out there. Which one speaks directly to us? Uh, the black one. When does she say that? So when oh, she's it's having when she sex, says, she says bl- black yeah. isn't only beautiful, it's good. She says it directly to us. I'm not going to lie. I l- really liked that. And second, uh, I believe that will be one of my nominations for Best of the Breast this year. Oh, her, mm. Dude, they're great. Yep. And you know what the best part about them is? Actually, Bird pointed that out before I did last night that she has phenomenal breasts. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're amazing and she's laying down. That's... Yeah. Okay, look. You can have great breasts... But great breasts laying down, that's a whole other ball game. There are also some fairly gnarly breasts in this movie, which um, she has my favorite line in the movie, the, the, oh, the housekeeper or the, yeah. the room service girl. Room service, yeah. We'll get to it. I don't want to rush it. Because that that scene is, one, probably totally improv, and two, utterly psychedelic. Cause it's, Weird as shit. Dude, it's all just like long cuts of nothing. And then like uh-huh. quick dialogue, cut. To a reaction shot where no one says it's fucking weird. I love that scene. No, drinks are fine. Every time I've seen that scene, I'm like, this, you could cut this out and it would be genius. Just like as its own thing. I love that scene. Okay, so next up is Candelabras, which we kind of already covered. Yeah, we covered it. So the Pink Angels and the Straight Bikers, I called them the Gross Bikers in my notes, <clears throat> but the reviewer that I read late last night when I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in this movie. Call them the Straight Bikers? They call them the Straight Bikers, because you have the Gay Bikers and the Straight Bikers. Fair enough. So it makes sense. Yeah. I call them the they Gross Bikers. They have much better bike, better bike bikers. Dude, their bikes are So much better bike great, bikers. Though. But they're still shitty bikes. There's two motorcycle movies this month that I think of as... The bike porn. movies, like right. where, like where the bike becomes a character. Paloma and Easy Hellride. Rider. Oh, no. Hellride! I think Easy Rider. Honestly, we only have two bikes, really, right? And I'm not a big fan of either of them. I don't like choppers. Mm-hmm. I know that's a little controversial. Some people dig them. I don't like choppers. I think they look dumb. And Peter Fonda's bike is a chopper with eight yeah. hangers. Not a huge fan of that motorcycle. And I don't even remember what Dennis Hopper's bike is. Mm, no idea. Because I only think of Fonda's big old banana. The bike, okay, Hellride, we're, we're the last movie we're going to watch this month. Hellride has some of the the coolest, they grab so many, they grab, they grab vintage Harleys, they grab vintage Indians, they have modern bikes. Michael Madsen drives a huge uh, chopper with ape hangers. Normally I hate anything with ape hangers because it just looks stupid. Yeah, I call them banana. Nah, dude, Michael Madsen a driving a fucking... Chopper with ape hangers really? called the and he wears a full suit the whole Bruce time. They looks call pretty him good the on gen- one too. Bruce Stern, Willis, Bruce Willis in oh my god in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there are certain times it, it requires a certain type it's of person. Chopper, baby. You need a couple people. What is chopper? Okay, it's a motorcycle. Put someone else on that bike. No, who's chopper? You put you put Zed. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Sorry, I couldn't do it and not do it. Yeah, I know. Once you started it, I, once I realized what you were doing, I'm like, I will, I will be I will, your Bruce Willis. Thank uh, you. On we go. Uh, brief side note: Dave and I did that. Dave, me and Dave Capert. I won't tell the whole story, just out of uh, respect for Dave. <laughs> but we were at breakfast the other day, <laughs> and there might have been like it might have been like 8 a.m. kind of drunk and hammered at breakfast, and a table next to us was ordered burgers, hamburgers for breakfast. So we're sitting there and respect that. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say which, but maybe me or Dave started talking to these people. And they were like, You guys having hamburgers for breakfast? That's a pro move. And the guy goes, Yeah, it's the it's, you know that's Samuel Jackson. It's a burger. It's Samuel Jackson burger. Now I will tell you right immediately because kahuna? I'm a fucking movie nerd. 
I immediately did all the dialogue from the breakfast, <laughs> the, the opening scene. Right. When I'm like, I'm like, hamburgers, cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, that's the one, Pulp Fiction, man. But then I didn't stop because you kept going. Let's not even worry about it. But yeah, like, I might have just quoted Pulp Fiction at like a table that wasn't mine <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Can I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? No, no, where'd you get it? Jack McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger, that's that Hawaiian burger joint. I never had one myself. (laughs) See, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian. (laughs) So after a while, they did that polite thing where they just stopped talking to us and like started talking to each other, even though we were still talking to them. So, uh, yeah, well, how did we even get there? Where are we at? Oh, let's not worry about it. Let's get back on the notes. <laughs> One, two, skip a few. <laughs> One, two, skip a few. Something about the pink angels and the straight bikers getting together seems... Oh, here's what we were talking about before we got to this fucking weird rabbit hole. We were talking about biker movies where the bikes matter. Yes. Where the bikes are cool. Hellride, they take their bikes very seriously. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, Bruce Willis pulls off the chopper. Other people don't pull off choppers. Michael Madsen and Bruce Willis, both Quentin Tarantino actors. Yeah, interesting. And actually, Hellride is produced by Quentin Tarantino, so it's no both Quentin Tarantino shit. movies. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know he likes his choppers. He knows his shit, yeah. Those guys pull off choppers. You, I feel like a chopper's like a cowboy hat. A lot, Someone, a lot of some people. Some people can wear a Stetson, I can't. A ton of people look like shit in a cowboy hat. But some people... When they put a cowboy hat on, you're just like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, Hellride and Road to Paloma. Dude, Jason Momoa's fucking 50s panhead. Mm-hmm. And, and well, I don't know why like, I'm ape hanging it, but like, like leaning on the gas over. tank. Fuck, that bike is so sexy. And he's so huge that he makes a panhead look small. Yeah. Where you're like, is he on a mini bike? No, he's just nine feet <laughs> tall. <laughs> 600 pounds. Um, but no, when they, when they meet... When the pink angels and the straight bikers get together, the and he's like, my, my note was, uh-oh, biker brawl. Where's your broads? Where's your broads? Five we pick them up road. on the way. So do we. And then he turns to, like, mustache guy, and he's like, get the broads. <laughs> yep. The guy's looking at him like, what are you fucking talking about? Oh. And he's like, the broads, the fucking like broads. I love the face acting there, because it's the worst face acting ever. He's like, get the broads, get the broads, get them, get them. And the other guy's like, Oh, okay. And then he bird made mo, mo, uh, both me and Bird laugh last night. The, like the mustache guy goes to try and sneak around me. He's like falling on the loose <laughs> yeah. gravel. It's like stumbling over the rocks and shit. And the other bikers are looking at him like, "The fuck is your problem? What are you doing here, man?" <laughs> going off the road. He's just like stumbling all over himself. Um, my see now we were quiet when that happened, so that might have picked up. That was a ripping fart. I don't know what it is. It must be the beer. Right. Well, or we had sourdough pancakes. Sourdough pancakes could have been that. Too. I am. I'm making bread of a whole other. Oh my god! Dude. <laughs> Come down here and wriggle in the grave dirt like a crazy worm. <laughs> so, my next note is. All right, girls. Or no, my next note is. Hey, girls, get in the human trafficking truck. Yeah, no shit. It looks. Oh my god! My I get note. what they're doing, but like, it looks pretty fucked up and in twenty nineteen. Like backing up a truck full of women, like, <laughs> don't, don't do it. This is when Danielle decides to like wake up and come sit down next to the couch. It's like, when they're throwing girls in the back of like a rider van. Yeah. 
You're like, I swear I, to God, it's well, not what it looks like. Is, like. I had my headphones on because the house is asleep, <laughs> and so she had no reference to what was happening, what people are saying, and all she <laughs> no, sees, no. she just has the the imagery. Oh my God, no! So it's just. A huge group of women being shoved into a moving van and yep. driven away into the desert. And then being dumped off into a whole To fuck a bunch of people. Of, yeah. They literally form them into a lineup to pick which yeah. girls. I love. Okay. The look, titty honk? Dude, it's the titty honk was so uncomfortable when I saw it. But at the same time, because I was high, I was like, that's funny. <laughs> so Danielle saw it, didn't hear it. So I said, honey, because you talk loud when you have your headphones. Yeah, you do. <laughs> honey, it was a titty. One. Beep, beep. And she's like, she's your like, son is sleeping. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm telling you about the titties, though. <laughs> he squishes her titty and makes titty noises. Went, beep, beep. Honk, honk. Like, tit. hey, morning, Gabe. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what are y'all yelling about? What y'all yelling? That's not him. <laughs> oh, who are you? It's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, I <don't> know. <laughs> Yo, do you keep it down? I'm sleeping <laughs> over here. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> the word of the day is quiet. I can't wait to have Gabe on the show again and be like, Gabe, do your peewee. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at it. I don't it. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever it is. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. See, you're, yeah. when you do Gabe right, dude, you you could you could be Gabe. <laughs> like, we could just pretend that he's here <laughs> All right, wait a minute. Uh, what I wanted to point out was there is the dumbest wordplay joke of all time in this movie, and I love it so much. It's when, like, shitty, <laughs> shitty, like, felt hat biker is going down this line of, like, fairly attractive women, and one of whom has maybe uh, the best of the breast. One that we'll looks see. like she works in a wine cellar. <laughs> well, I love that joke. <laughs> that one looks like she works in a wine cellar. You're like, I don't know what I don't that, know means. that means. <laughs> but. I don't. I immediately don't that want one her. Looks either. like a dirt track. <laughs> you're like that one's a pretty awful color of paint, and you're like, what? Huh? What do you mean? Explain that. How everyone stopped the movie. What do you mean by wine? I need cellar? you to break that down. So if she worked in a wine cellar, do you mean she like smells like wine? Is she musty. Does she pale? Maybe she's pale because she doesn't mm. see the sun much. She's like, no. Nah, I just mean she looks like she works in a wine cellar. Is she covered Jack in Rabbit doorknob dust. And you're like, did you say Jack Rabbit doorknob? No, I said Jack Rabbit. Door. I said Jack Rabbit doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> like this is clearly a surrealist film. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, but come on, the wordplay is. The fucking felt hat biker skips over all these hot young women and gets to like 68 year old like party hound grandma and he's like this is the one. Yep. Uh, he starts like macking on her and she does not want to be macked on. Mm-mm. He's like yanking her face around and shit. Ah. Like watching this movie last night, I'm like, I don't know if she would like signed nope. up to be like manhandled like this. <laughs> She's like, I don't want them to waste film, so I'm gonna just pretend like right. I'm okay with this. But I'm like, this is kind of sketchy. I'm the producer's great grandmother. I know a, how much this movie costs. Dude, there's a great moment where like lead biker guy goes, Hey man, that's my old lady. And you're like, it's his old lady, but it's also his old, old lady because she's an old lady. Bop, bop, bop. Okay, uh, caveat. Yes, that is ageist, but come on. It's fucking funny. Don't be dumb. That's my old, old lady. lady. That's a hilarious joke. They tag joke. it three times in the same... They keep nailing it, Yeah, but it doesn't matter because this is the Pink Angels and you yeah. now know what you're watching. And dude, that... 
Come on, that joke is funny. It is funny. You know what's less funny and more like, what the fuck am I watching? Is when he's like, look, if you're into her that much, you can have her, but I have to watch. And he does. We we quite literally get she a cuckold hum- scene she in le- here. She leg humps, humps him, though. There's like no actual sex that happens. Because everyone's always dressed from the waist down. And doing that weird, like... Tommy was so sex. We're going to imply that everyone had sex and maybe we just didn't see the the quote unquote sex portion of it. Mm -hmm. But dude, there's a scene, there's a scene where they're like, let's call it banging. They're dressed, but whatever. Let's call it banging. That's what they're doing. So they're banging on a blanket and he's kneeling next to them and reaching out and like touching his, her back. Yeah. And like kind of touching like the dude's arm. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, this is like watching it high last night. I'm like, I forgot this was in here. Right. What in the fuck are we watching? And then it gets even weirder because you start seeing like the straight bikers with the women and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Then you start seeing the gay bikers with the women f- having right. sex with women too. And you're like, by the way, um, I'm not hundred percent sure because I'm starting to fade a little bit at this point in the film, but I'm pretty sure that, um, maybe best of the breast, uh, uh, sex worker actress. Yes. I think she was fucking Dan Haggerty, Mr. Grizzly Adams. Oh, I think that's probably... Was it? Because she, there's a moment where he grabs, like, her pants and lifts her up off the blanket and, like, moves her up the hill a little bit. And you're like, that's he is a man. strong man. And she's she's just looking so happy and so playful. She's like, I can't believe Dan Haggerty's... And that's when she me. rolls her head over to camera and says... Says, black is not only beautiful, it's, it's good. good. Which is such a great line, dude. Um... We're just, let's just how about we gloss the gay men yep. having sex with women um do you listen to savage love cast mm, no dan savage Mm-mm, no it's okay um uh, my my sister-in-law turned me on to it but he was actually talking on his show the other day that this is actually a fairly common thing that every once in a while like uh at least in his experience and in his community of friends every once in a while like sometimes gay men are just like i think i'm gonna have sex with a woman and they just go do it, and then they're done for right. a long time. But, you know, like, that really kind of reinforces how fluid sexuality is. Sure. The fact that they have so many gay bikers having sex with women in this movie, I think is, again, for 1971, for a movie that's in- extremely right. not PC, fairly progressive. Yeah. Like, this movie totally recognizes the fluid spectrum of human sexuality, which is strange to say about the pink angels, right. but... <laughs> all right. So now I said, now the gross bikers are dressed like women... That guy on the left with the possum teeth looks like a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of kind of in trouble at this point in my notes. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Where they're like panning and you're like, these people, don't, these guys don't look so bad in dragon. And they hit that one guy and he's like, hey, look at you. And you're like, Whoa. oh, God, what the fuck is wrong with your face? He looks fine when he's not in makeup, but he's not a pretty girl. The thing that I dig about this is when they, wait, they all wake up and the, the pink angels have made them up. All of them are having fun with it until their until the leader's, leader's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And they all have this look on their face like, I'm not okay. We were just having Everyone, fun. Are, aren't we all? Everyone else was willing to just, oh, take, Laugh the, it off. take the things out of their hair and wipe their makeup off. And they're just, oh, that was a good time. Oh, they got us. Right. My goodness. But we had a good time. But like, the leader's I'm like, gonna I'm going to fucking kill him. And you're like, oh, well, maybe just unclench your sphincter for right. a second, fucker. Uh, let's see all this shit while waiting for the plug to come back. Oh, right. Okay. So they're driving along. I wanted to get your take on this. Yeah. So they're driving along and, uh, their, their, their queen's 
like bike breaks down. Yeah, so my bike's making weird noises. My bike's my making, bicycle. My, he's like, motorcycle. My motorcycle's making weird noises, and they pull over, and he's like, I don't know. I think it's the plugs. And like the leader like casually glances at the bike, and he goes, no, he's right. It's, it's the, plugs. the plugs. So earlier they're talking about like when they're at the A&W, they're like, how's your bike doing? My ramshaft is slightly They're all out fucked of up bikes. But what I'm saying is my ramshaft is out of true. I think they're just kind of making, making stuff, stuff up. up. So when he's like, my plugs, it's the plugs. It's definitely the plugs. You're like, you didn't. You didn't even you check anything. The bike's still running. Like, did you? Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if they. Yeah. So. Bike knowledge is it like a. D like a one right yeah <laughs> so my my but so then they'd send two guys off to go get, or they send one, one guy off to go get the plugs he like because some random in woman station. in a grocery getter is like y'all need a ride it's the caged heat grocery getter yeah it's it the caged sure heat station is. wagon they drop the dog off at the vet they pull up mom is ready right they pull up and then they throw like mustache mcgee in there and he's yep. like bye i'm gonna go get the plugs have fun he gets back has no pants on anymore. They raped me. That's what he, says. <laughs> he literally says, I was raped all for your frigging spark plug. He sounds like Christoph Waltz. Yes. And then they're like, you were, they're laughing at him. They're right. like, you were raped? And he goes, I was raped. And then you pause in your head for a second and you're like, hmm. was that guy, did that guy get raped? <laughs> it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. I don't even this know whole, if we can unpack that. This whole, no. It, at this point, because that is like a, what do you, a weird psychedelic. We, like, what are we? What are you do? Watching what, here? Because everyone's laughing. The one, but the guy who's like they got no pants on. He is distraught. not happy. Yeah. No, he's like, I was raped, and everyone's he has like, no pants. Oh, you were raped, and you're like, is no one gonna help him? Like, maybe the bike trip is over now. Because what right. the fuck is going on? Um. So I wrote down my note before that though is all this shit while waiting for the plug to come back must be improv. It's like oh the joint the, thing, the smoking. The, the lead biker's like smoking a cigarette, and the other guy's like, uh, it's it's a um, uh, scarf guy. Yeah, it's like, no, I quit. I quit about five years ago, cause all that tar in your lungs. If Once, you could see if it, you could if you could see, see a lungs, picture, you'd stop right now. And he goes, yeah, but like I'm not gonna. Give me a drag off of that. <laughs> and you're like, no, really? Well, they're all. They say like disconnected nonsense stuff. I can tell you want another beer, Carl. So they're like disconnected nonsense stuff. No, ain't got ain't got time. All right. So they're like, okay, we'll go. So like, what the like, what the shit are you talking about? Like their their responses to each other don't make sense. There's huge chunks of silence that they left in the movie where they're just sitting quietly and the one guy's smoking and the other guy's not really smoking. And you're like, I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand the purpose of this. It, the movie doesn't give us anything else to look at. Rather mm -hmm. than go with the guy who's going to get the spark plug and show us his adventures, we where sit like here with the, yeah. we're just sitting here watching people wait around for the plot to come back, to continue. Yeah, you're like the plot is now frozen until the guy comes back with the spark plug. It's like cool, show me the spark plug. They're like, no, we'd nope. rather show you people waiting and not doing anything. And you're like, why though? Right. <laughs> Um, it's like the plot of uh, Battle for the Planet of the Apes, which is to go find the the plot of the third. Go movie. find the plot of the third film. <laughs> so, wait, are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Now we're at the hotel. I don't know oh, how exactly God. we got here. I will fully confess, there was probably five minutes where I, I fell time travel. Yeah, I did too. 
I might have. I think it was the same five minutes. Probably. So yeah, when like spark plug shit's bird, happening, like bird shook me awake. <laughs> bird definitely shook me awake because I was doing. I was fine. I was fine. Yeah. I was like having fun, and then like the movie stopped happening, and I was like, uh oh, I'm high. It's late. I'm kind of tired. Yep. And then the next thing I remember, like bird shook me, and I opened my eyes, and we're at the hotel. This, dude, I'm not even fucking kidding. The exact same place I fell asleep this morning. <laughs> Good. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, the hotel is like fascinating because what happens is they they're like call for some room service. I want something hard that'll tickle my throat. And you're like, you're talking, mm-hmm. okay, it's a dick, I get mm-hmm. it. Now let's fast forward to this gay joke that we're doing here, and we're not done with the gay joke, okay. And then, because they call, because he's like, uh, he wants something hard and stimulating that'll stimulate his throat. I'll have one too. And you're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm, interesting. You just, I think you're talking in code, and that's why the naked chick shows up, because the next thing that happens... A, He's not wearing any clothes but a, uh, yeah, a little lace, apron. Little apron, yeah. The tiniest mini skirt apron you've ever seen. She walks. The room service lady walks in totally naked. Now, this lady looks kind of rough. She's a little rough around she's the edges. A little edge. rough looking. She's got. But she might actually be like a but person. That's perfect for what happens. Because yeah. here's what happens. She shows up totally Yo. nude, and the two gay bikers are. It's the it's a Nazi bear and the Englishman, yep. the Liverpoolian. And they're sitting there, like, looking at her stunned. Like, Duff why foot. are you naked? <laughs> she sets the drinks down. There are POV characters, because we're like, why are you naked? Exactly. She sets the drinks down. They cut to a close-up of her face. She's chomping her gum. You all want some drugs, or? No, dude, the line is, per- the, her delivery of it, it's, oh. it's a perfect cinema moment. She looks at them, and she goes, you want to buy some dope? <laughs> it's... It's, That's what it is. That is my favorite moment in this whole film. I wrote down, she's perfectly cast. I love the surrealist pauses, but my favorite part about that, because she's like, the Liverpoolian's like, I don't know. Do, do you want to buy some dope? I don't know. Do you want to buy some dope? I don't know. Oh, what kind of dope do you got? Right. Well, I got ketamine, uppers, downers, LSD, mushrooms, pot, dope, smack. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you want some dope? I don't know. Do you want to freak out? I don't need a freak out. Do you need a freak out? I don't need a freak out. I think the drinks will be fine. But like, dude, and she's just like, the whole time she's like, you sure there's nothing else I can get you? Nothing else you want? Nothing else you want from me? And then we got and my body. They zoom, they cut, they pan down to her breasts. Really? A moo cow? They play a a cow mooing sound effect and then cut back up to her face and she's like, nah. Chewing that gum yep. so hard Dude this is the point in the movie where I'm like I like this movie a lot <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, I, I can't not I'm Look I'm not saying this movie's not offensive This movie's horrifically offensive oh, yeah. But it can't help but be like a blast Too it's so fun There's nothing better in this movie than Sets the drinks down turns Tits out no pants yep. on Chomping her gum like a fucking Like a like a uh, like a cow with cud. <sighs> Look, this is a really a youper thing, but she's like a f- total five eighty one er. Like, may- she just recently, like in the last eight months, got into meth. Like that kind of look to her, kind of like a little beat up, you know? <laughs> like but not quite. Like her teeth aren't coming she's out not, yet. She's not fried yet, but she's not far off. And she's just like, you want to buy some dope? <laughs> 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 it's just as good as it gets. All right, so. Here, let, I know you got to get out of here. So, uh, my last two notes are: so they accidentally ended up at Brittler's house for the cotillion, 
or was the straight biker thing a sting? Yeah, it's or... a, lot, a lot of questions about that, none of which will ever be answered. Nope, there is Not no answers. Not by this movie. I went looking, there are no answers. Here's what happened. The... Uh, well, can I read my last two notes real quick? Read away, man. <clears throat> my first to last note is... Hold off on the last one. Is it about the like yeah. that thing? Hold oh, no, on no, that for okay. um, So, it's, is that the sound P makes? Which one? When the guard is peeing, there's a weird... Oh, yeah. We don't know what we're hearing. It's like a... <laughs> It's like he's pissing half air. Yeah. And electricity. <laughs> it's pissing so weird. air and electricity. It's Electro, the guard. Yeah, pissing. This like, was his gig before he was a supervillain. And then he goes into the mailbox for the phone, because that's where you keep it when you have a secret hideout Airbnb. Yeah. Why are here. the straight biker why did the straight bikers go here? And why do they take them? Because they're in Is there I don't a party? Even try to Not important. It. Not no. important. Here's what's important. Ready? Yeah. They show up. A guard pops out and grabs the queeniest, the queeniest biker, the the denim and scarf guy yep. who's dressed in drag. You're coming with me. Sit him down in the gen. We're in the general's office. At this point, I turned to Bird and I was like, "Is this making any sense?" Because I I know I'm high, right? And I fell asleep and a you second were, you ago. You need to check in for a minute. So I'm like. This isn't making sense. Are you also confused? She's like, yeah, none of this is coherent. And I'm like, okay, good. And I'm back in the movie. And then the general's like, listen, you're with some biker toughs. Now you girls need to be straight with us. Who do you know? Do you know any sexual deviants? Do you know blah, blah, blah? There's no really real reason for this conversation right, to no. be ha- happening. But it seems like he's after the, the straight bikers. Yeah. And then qu- the queenie biker pulls her hair off, his hair off. She's a drag queen at that yeah. point. So pulls her hair off and it's like, Honey, there's no girls here. General turns to the camera and says, they're all fraggles. And then... Cut to... Cut to all of the pink angels and the straight bikers hung from a tree with bags on their heads. Yes. Dude. While the camera is like so dutched, it's almost not Sideways. They they fully... They dutch it completely sideways. While it's being pulled, pulled away. away. You, they pan across the bodies hanging from a tree as the general looks on proudly that he's hung all these people who are now dead. It's so surreal and so disturbing and so fucked up that you literally, the first time I saw My this, brain was I like didn't so believe skipping. I saw it. Yeah. Because it's like, you're like, here's some fun biker stuff. Hey, there's no girls here, honey. Corpses in a tree. Seconds later. Movie over. Movie done. It's... It's so absurdist and so surreal and so dark and disturbing that your brain literally shuts off. And I knew it was coming because I, I remembered you. our conversation. I still wasn't fucking ready You're, for you it. You couldn't possibly be ready for it. I knew I knew what it, when when it was coming and what I was going to see and it still fucked me up. I was I watched it twice last night. I have to pee so bad I can taste the beer. Go do that. I'll continue to talk about this scene Bam momentarily. And how about this? I'll probably just take us out of the episode, too. Are you cool with that? Yeah, man. Okay. I love all of you so much. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, that beer was intense. So oh, my God. Carl's going to go take a KB piss. <laughs> See what I did there? That was so funny. All right. So, listeners, I can't, I can't actually describe to you effectively how harsh the end of this movie is if you have any interest based on what we've talked about look it's an offensive movie but if you have kind of a high bar for that sort of thing and can sit through it and can kind of just compartmentalize it into the time period in which it was shot in which it took place i actually recommend watching the pink angels it's almost like watching a dadaist or surrealist film in a weird way because it's so poorly made but in a in a weird way this movie has a lot of charm and i think if you read in the subtext 
you know, it can be seen as like queer positive in, in a, in a strange way. That said, the end of this movie is, is simply that all of the pink angels just get hung. They are literally hung from a tree in the front yard of a house that looks a lot like a, like a Southern plantation with this sort of pseudo fascistic general looking at them and smiling at a job well done. They all have canvas bags over their heads and they're hung from a tree. It's fucking really rough. It's super rugged. It's brutal. And it comes out of nowhere. And you're, so we, we basically pan out. We get our, um, you know, God bless America. And we get that song from the beginning of the, of the, the, uh, the movie, the opening credits that plays over this image of all of these people hung. And then we cut to credits and we're out. So it, it, we get a weird reprise. Welcome back, Carl. Thank you. We get, I was just talking about how the music actually affects how fucked it's up that last moment song is. As the it's the opening credit yeah. music, but in the beginning it had kind of a melancholy poignancy now it's it's purely satirical in a, in a, the darkest possible kind of like sense yeah they're saying like oh cuz you're watching you're seeing all of these bikers and hippies and homosexuals hung from a tree in front of a fascist's house and you hear god bless america and that you're like yeah. what in the it's it's unbelievable which again i'm i'm saying this is kind of a countercultural movie it doesn't have very good rating obviously no it's like a 3 out of 10 yeah but for me in my personal i would put this at like 3 maybe 3 and a half out of 5 in a weird way i will mm-hmm. i'll totally watch this movie again yeah. so that's that's actually my last note on it i i recommended it to our listeners i said if you have any interest in what we've said if you don't have any what's your last oh, note my, on that holy hanging? fucking shit well that's one way to end it it's unbelievable. Yeah. The the end of the movie is almost indescribable. Yeah. In a, in a weird way, I would say it's highly effective because there's I've I've very very rarely seen anything more shocking because it's such an abrupt turn and such a shift out in of tone. nowhere. Yeah, it's like to say it's out of nowhere is <laughs> Yeah. It's that's that's an understatement. It's yeah. like, "Hey, honey, there's no girls here. Corpse is in a tree." You're like, "What? What?" Yeah. What? And with no explanation at all. One of my earlier notes that I didn't say is, wow, I really hope this general character pays off in the end because he's intercut like four or five times. Like he's prepping for stuff and he's... But he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. But man, this dude better pay off in the end. And he does. And then you kind of hope, you kind of wish that you hadn't yeah, wished that. Because like, yep. he pays off in like... The worst the fucking most, way. like sickening sick, way yeah, of exactly. all time. Um, so look, man, Pink Angels... Pretty heavy movie. Like, no, it's not, though. It isn't. It's, <laughs> it's so light until the last 15 or 30 seconds of mm-hmm. the film. So it's like this weird jaunty slapstick with, like, the most brutal left turn you've ever seen. Yes. Um, What do you what do you think? What are your final thoughts? I like this movie a lot. Yeah, I do. I still like it. I think it's... I, I still feel like they ran out of budget and didn't know how to end it. Like, I feel there was some, there a build up to something no, else. But, but when you th- consider that there's literally no plot, it's like, I don't think they had it, any budget actually, to it probably start did. with. But because of the way the movie begins with the pool party and stuff, I feel like yeah. maybe they had something else in, in mind. mind. Yeah. It, and it starts very art house, very artistic yeah. with like the party, wrong party, 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 party. like in the freeze frames. And there's like this, all this surrealist silence and yep. like people dressed as fryer tuck, like you pointed yeah. out. So I feel like the art house-ness fell away to slapstick. And then by the end, they just got into like this weird yep. dark critique of America. Yeah. 
It's a honestly, man. I dig the flick though. Pink Angels is a cool movie. Yep. I watch it again. Um, did we think? I can't remember. Did we? Um, <laughs> did we thank our patrons? No, not this one. Let's thank them again yeah. in case we didn't. Let's go fast this yep. time though. Let's just thank them by name. We'll just thank them by name. So we're gonna burn through this mostly because Carl's got to go and we are drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Casey Shiby, John Shiby, Connor Sweeney, and Danielle Pelshaw, Katie Clark. Kelly and Mike Wagner. We'd also like to thank David Rowney and Brian Jackson. And finally, our newest patron, our most recent patron. We love the hell out of youth. Welcome to the FZK family, uh, William Rockwood. If you want to be part of our Patreon family, and you right now, believe me, you do. We're about to start a dual look, deep dive look at two series. So we're going to watch all the Harry Potter movies, all the Halloween movies. We're calling it When Harry Met Michael. You're <laughs> gonna, it. You're going to want to be present for that over on Patreon.com slash Quill and Film, Q-U-I-L-L-A. A-N-D-F-I-L-M If you want to drop us a line Especially about this film right. If you've got thoughts on the Pink Angels If you've seen this movie and you want to talk about it Carl and I need help Yep, Help us Come and talk to us about it We're re- We would love to start a discussion about this So I actually I might do a Patreon thread today And see if anyone's seen it And get a get a conversation get a, going on the website Perfect let's do it So drop us a line at measuringflixpodcast At gmail.com Thank you guys so much for listening And um you know, in these in these dark times, <laughs> these hectic times of ours, we need movies like the the Pink Angels. And uh, I don't I don't even know where I was going with this. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> We're out <laughs> now. To go. So, um, you want to buy some dope?